in your mind that you're like, this is where I want to, you will be that. It's right. inevitable. That's what, to me, the law of attraction. Mm. It's not like, I'm just going to think about the Corvette all the time, the Corvette. Corvette, Corvette, Corvette. That's, Corvette. that's not what it is to me. Yeah. Uh, but uh, That's super cool, man. Yeah. Where are we on, Joey? We're on. Your head, <laughs> Yay! So we have this little, uh, little cool music here that we uh, started. <laughs> so Look how oh. big my legs look like, Cam. Oh, my God. If I don't stand up straight, I look like I'm 19 feet tall. I mean, you I, are pretty I close. Yeah. I mean, your hair and the shoes you wear, that, that definitely adds some flavor to you. I was, height. I was this morning, I was praying that I would look as good as you guys. I was on my knees so long that Shut now up. they look like this. Shut up. This is what happened. Shut up. Dude, Please I'm leaving the house, and I'm like, what? You, bro, for this podcast. What shade of black is Joel going to wear? I wear shorts and have, like, no shoes. Yeah. And I'm leaving the, the house today, and I'm like, honey. Do something with me, like that. <laughs> we met. We met for an important business meeting the other morning, yeah. and Alejo showed up in short. We're all in looking all Come fly. On, he yeah. showed up in shorts, yeah. and then we go. You, ironically, this is what real millionaires look to like. Is fair, Alejo. To be Amen. fair, Amen. I didn't know it was a business meeting <laughs> until I got there. It was. It wasn't a business meeting. <laughs> no it turned into that. It was a. It was a fun meeting. breakfast, and then we ended up turning into a business meeting. That's what, we, uh, no. that's what happens when we hang out. You guys, Amen. they're like the brothers Amen. I never wanted. Oh, we're great, right? We still you guys are awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Prolific Podcast. We are so, so, so excited for today. Yes, uh, we have the honor, the privilege to be able to be in the room, be able to sit down and have a great conversation with the Joel Myers. We are so, Wait, so excited. Wait, is that Adam Lambert? Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for wow. something. I mean, and the prolific podcast means that you guys have a lot of, of Christ-based listeners, right? People that, yes, that yeah, love, yeah. love, yeah. love, yep. love JC like yep. us. And so I feel like everybody's going to be like, is that Colton Dixon? I, <laughs> dude, I was going to make a Colton joke, but I, I, you I saved you the time, bro. Yeah, I was already, pr- yeah. I was ready to this rock and roll. This is not Colton Dixon. Everyone. No. Uh, we get confused jam. for each other on social media often. People will really, tag. Really? Oh yeah. People yeah. will really? tag the wrong people. And we made jokes about it on social media. Winter Jam. I'm sorry. This yeah, is winter, not cold winter, winter. <laughs> <laughs> When I was on the Huckabee show, that was the joke. That was I the joke. Would be we po- uh, post this podcast and we tag him instead. <laughs> that would be really funny. We should make some, you guys should make some kind of, I have way more tattoos than Colton does. Yep. And his kids are way better behaved than my kids. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what it looks like. Dude, from I when feel they, like when that all the time. I feel like everybody's kids are better behaved than my kids. Do you feel Because you're around your kids. My, my, my son is insane. Kids, yeah. My son's birthday My son was yesterday, wild. and the fact that we got through the day without him busting his lip or something crazy. I mean, he looked like he was having fun. But that's fun. that boy energy, yeah. bro. Yeah. That's busting boy his lip. And, like, yeah. I love it, dude. Yeah. I love it. There's this, uh, there's this uh, Instagram account of, like, dudes just doing dude stuff and then yeah. just, like, losing it. Yeah. So it's, like, you know, like, guys, like, at the top of a mountain kicking a massive rock. And then, like, yeah. it, takes, <laughs> it takes out a tree. So and they're, like, yeah. bro, and that's my son. Yeah, like it literally never ends. Like yeah. that's just boys, boy, bro. Yeah. Boy, yeah. my 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 dad said I used to run around so much that he would uh, nail my foot to the floor. So then I just run in circles. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 like parents this. literally used to have to walk me. They'd order food at a restaurant and they'd have to walk me around the restaurant because I was moving so much. Right. And my dad's like, "Let's go for a walk," and I'd walk yeah. around. Chili's just all excited. <laughs> and I do that Come to my daughter energy. now. Yeah, I do that yeah. to my daughter. I'm See, like, Come And it's like, I have ADHD, OCD, anxiety. I have all the E's. <laughs> all the E's. And, and my son, I swear, my, my son is on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So he has autism. We think I probably am undiagnosed and was mm-hmm. probably 
at, I don't know if that changes. If you, I don't know if you're always that. Way. I think you're. Mm. Always, I think it never goes away. Honestly, uh, bro, like that's some. That's one thing in life I have very little understanding about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like yeah. when you and I talked about it a little mm. bit the other day because we yeah. talked about the difference between Aspergers yeah. and autism yeah. and all of yeah. that because it's a real thing with oh, yeah. our son and you know we had to get him tested to see if he had a hearing problem. Really, he just doesn't listen to us. Mm. He is. He hears great. Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't listen to us. He has a listening but he problem. Hits, <laughs> he hit, yeah, he has, has a, he has a listening problem. He hits himself and does all yeah. of these things. He lines things up and he's very particular about things. Mm-hmm. And he really doesn't hear you or look you in the eye very mm-hmm. often and all of these things. And my dad has told me, you know, my parents were very hippie, but my dad has told me that I did all of those things when I was little. So mm-hmm. it gives me a lot of hope because I had such a bad speech impediment when I did start speaking. I was seven or eight. And when I did mm-hmm. start speaking, it was so bad. I was like, yeah, I was like, we're going to go drive in a cow. And my dad's like, you're going to drive in a cow? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> But it, so people always which is was, like the best thing, by the way, when yeah. kids talk You're like translating that, yeah. parents translation. But it gives a lot of hope because yeah, I yeah, turn yeah. into a, a performer and a professional yeah. speaker, and my son, my son is you know he's he's saying a word here and there, and he's very very delayed. He just turned four yesterday, but he's very mm. delayed. And so it gives me a lot of hope that you know I even named his middle name is Legend. Come on, because I'm like, bro, you've got that's not a that's joke. His that's actual his middle name. Yeah, it's River bro, Legend. Is, River I Legend Myers. Because that's I was amazing. like, you're gonna, bro, I'm gonna make sure. That you're gonna, you know, that I really feel like River, you know, I have a big expectation for him, but I feel like because of all of the disadvantages that he mm-hmm. has, I feel like there's something that's gonna flip. Well, you know, I was I was listening to Jordan Peterson recently, and uh, by the way, love the guy. I'm sure you probably listen to him yeah, yeah. a lot too. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about how like like autism in like at a basic level, it's really just a heightened. Um, interest in things mm-hmm. instead of people, mm-hmm. right? And so it would make a lot of sense since you well, are you are very like, yeah. you know, we're Tim, talk Tim more Burton, about uh, Elon Musk, a lot of these really creative, yep. they're all right. on yep. the spectrum. Yep. Yeah. And, and so, high performers too. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so when I was a kid, my dad said I would hyper-focus on these things. For mm-hmm. he, he said I could spend 10 hours with a deck of playing cards. Mm-hmm. And so I got good at the age, you know, I started when I was six years old performing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and, and he said, I would be so hyper-focused on these things for hours and hours and hours. And that's what it is. We have this inability to, uh, uh, uh you know, to experience a lot at once when mm-hmm. it, you get overwhelmed. Uh, but it, like for me, if I'm in a crowd of people, I can get overwhelmed when I'm on stage in front of people, it's, it's controlled. I'm a hundred percent. That's right. where I'm supposed to be. A thousand, per- I feel yeah. more comfortable on stage in front of a thousand people than standing among a thousand people mm-hmm. hanging out. I still feel okay hanging out with them, but I get overwhelmed very easily. That's crazy. And my bro. son Rivers the same way. Hmm. So yeah, Come I on, like man. being in the middle of you. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Guys, so let's introduce Joel. We're gonna start. So he said Joel Myers. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Adam Lambert. Yeah, um, that's not true. Dick. Just so you again, could be his to brother. Clarify. You could be his brother. Yeah. Yes, you could be yeah. Adam's brother, bro. Adam guys, Lambert. I love it, man. You you I'll take look, that you guys one. Look a lot. He's a stud, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, We've never but, met. But so we this 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 uh, awesome dude, man. We um we met. This is actually very fitting. Yeah, this is. So our boy hit us up this morning. Do you want a Starbucks sponsored by Starbucks? I thought this through. Thought this through. Uh, but we were we went uh, to Starbucks uh, here um, locally, and uh, one day uh, Joel was sitting a few tables over yep. with uh, which was su- such a yeah. cool sight to see because you were with yeah. your wife mm-hmm. and with both of your kids. Yeah, which really a lot of people don't do that, yeah. and uh, it, it was it was hard to miss, you know, yeah. not because you look like a like a famous person. 
because uh, you were, more you about were, that. You were chill. Like you yeah. were, you were, dre- you were dressed. Yeah, very you chill were just. I don't remember what I was dressed yeah. like, but no, I definitely I remember the day. I think you were still kind of like you still yeah. looked like Joel, but yeah. uh, I, what drew my attention to you was the fact that you guys were having like a family affair mm-hmm. right. at yeah. Starbucks. Like yeah. you had, yeah. you, like you were obviously working. Yeah. yeah. But then, like, um, wife was editing. You were on phone calls. Your daughter was in the car seat. Yeah, in the car seat. She was in the thing. Yeah, yeah. remember it's Olivia, right? Olivia, Olivia. Yeah. Um. So, um. So then uh, I think something happened. Well, then Joey made yeah, a comment. Olivia, I think it was Olivia made like a, a loud roar or something. And right. you're like, I'm so sorry. Because we're on the other yeah. I'm like, bro, we got you kids. You said we have kids. Yeah, you're good, bro. Yeah. Be loud as you want. Party up, girl. Right, right, Because right. I think at that time, either I just had my daughter Nova yeah. or we were about to have like Nova. One of the two. And I and, and I said, I and uh, when you guys said that, I told my wife, I said, those guys are Christian guys. <laughs> and she goes. So I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Because gonna I was going to ask you, were yeah. you aware of us? Like we were no. you, no, okay. <laughs> no. What do you mean? Like in general? Like yeah, just in the. You know how like you know how like and you, you're you're you deal with like mentalists yeah. and all that. No, stuff. I was aware that you guys were there. So I my you know the thing that is really weird about me is I've trained myself over the years since I was six years old to be hyper aware of everything. Mm, so right. yes, I'm aware that you guys were there. I thought you meant like did I know of you guys or something like that? <laughs> did you I, know? No, I meant no, like no. you know how like sometimes you can be in a crowd <laughs> yeah. of people and yeah. there are like a few people that stand out. I in was the room. aware that you were there, right, right. and I think what it was was your guys. Here's the thing, I. I'm a big believer that you, without seeing, uh, without knowing a lot about people, you can know, you can see God's energy mm-hmm. off people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's one of those big things that a lot of people who don't know God mm-hmm. don't, they go, there's something about that person, but mm-hmm. they can't pinpoint what it is. Right, 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 right. And the big similarity with anybody who really has God living in them is mm-hmm. you see it. Mm-hmm. You really see it without even necessarily having conversations mm-hmm. or anything like that with the people. And so I could see that radiating off of you guys. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, I, I, this is facts, hard facts, hardcore. Like I, I saw it on you guys and I said, and so I knew right away that mm-hmm. I said, those guys are Christian guys. And That's my funny. wife was like, you're, what are you talking about? Like she was like, <laughs> and so I, so I'm sitting there. So yeah, we made, yeah. you guys kind of exchanged and we, and I just felt like I needed, mm-hmm. we needed to go and talk to you before yeah. we left. Like I just had this and I felt the same thing about you. Like there was a, um, there was, there was something about you that was drawing me there. Like I needed mm-hmm. to go and talk to you. Yeah. That's um, so interesting. Yeah. I've never yeah. felt like I have that, even though I would like to have that. I've right. never felt like I exude, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like a God shininess about me. Even, even other friends that you guys have introduced me to, I'm mm-hmm. like, they have it. It's like, you can <laughs> see my dad has, yeah. uh, has always had that. And so my, you know, my dad's a very conservative and, and, and amazing Christian guy. And my dad has always had that where you're like, there's something about that mm-hmm. guy. Um, for me, I always felt like it's how I look and maybe because I'm overly outgoing and charismatic because mm-hmm, I'm yeah. a performer. So I thought yeah. that's the thing that people see. No, there's if, yeah. I, if I had to describe it, there was, I think I told you a little bit ago, but I think there was a, uh, like a good curiosity in you. Yeah. Uh, right. Like, you know how like people that are, are there are some people that have written off God altogether. Mm-hmm, and yeah. so they're just kind of closed and like, they're just closed. Right. Right. But I could tell that there, there was an like a God openness in you, even without us talking. I mean, you guys, that makes me feel really good that you guys felt like, cause that (laughs) is something that I feel like I do have. I've always, I've always struggled with not, I I never really struggled very long with questioning whether or not God exists, because if you seek him, you will a thousand percent find him. And there's, it, there's so much evidence everywhere that it's insanity. How much Mm -hmm. evidence there is. Yeah. It's crazy. So, so, uh, but my struggle was never questioning the validity as much. It was more questioning, like, why do I have to struggle with so many hard, difficult mm-hmm. things? Mm-hmm. Because I've experienced so much death. Yeah. My my daughter's named after my sister who mm-hmm. died. Well, you know, and and I felt like God said someday you're gonna have a daughter and name mm-hmm. her, you know, name her after your sister. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I 
I've struggled with so much loss, so many, I've lost multiple members of my family in the same week from different causes. Mm -hmm. I've struggled with all of these pains, things, being in the entertainment industry, the entertainment industry is as screwed up as you think it is. Mm -hmm. And as anybody thinks it is that screwed up. And, and so I've struggled with so much, I think, and because I'm such a seeker and Mm -hmm. that's part of what I do, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to ascertain truth in my own way. Mm -hmm. I'm so interested in people and how people think psychologically, Mm -hmm. you know, you could identify me as a magician. You could identify me as an illusionist or a mentalist. Mm-hmm. You could identify me as, uh, you know, a, 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 somebody who uses psychology to tap into your heads. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately, that is ultimately how I identify it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, when you meet people, you, you don't meet them, you meet their representative, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. this, Come and on. you immediately break down when I perform for somebody mm-hmm. in any facility in any way, whether it's on stage or right up close like mm-hmm. this. Uh, I automatically break down those walls and they're being themselves immediately. And mm-hmm. it's something I always loved. And you see who they really are right away. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I got in that direction. Oh, because <laughs> because because I, I feel like it. my thing was always uh, questioning God's choices because I always felt mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm made in his image. Not so, his existence, yeah. but his intentions. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm like, it, 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 I mean, I have, there's been moments like anybody mm-hmm. that I'm like, okay, he doesn't speak with an audible voice, but there have been times where I know mm-hmm. that he's speaking to me. Mm-hmm. So because he doesn't speak with an audible voice, do I automatically question it? But then you think about like the movie, you guys have watched The Christmas Carol because it's yeah. Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So you guys have seen that. And the first thing that Scrooge says when the ghost comes is he goes, any, any one of my senses could be messed with like you might just be an undigest bit of, undigested bit <laughs> yeah. of beef. Yeah. And that's what would happen if any atheist saw God. They would right. like because an atheist goes, if he's right in front of me, then I'll believe him. I'm like, no, right. you won't. No, right. you, won't. Which yeah. is, you won't. Which is actually a story that Jesus tells right. about a man that was in it was it was literally a holding place in Hades. And it literally says that the man from Hades could see the people in the holding place. Yeah. And they're like, Well, hey, can you tell my family? Can right. you go and tell them? And he's like, even it's not if gonna I do go, any good. You wouldn't if they're not believing the living, right. they will not believe the dead. Yeah. And so it's crazy the pictures that we have that no matter sometimes there's no convincing I believe there's no convincing anyone. Like I, I believe there literally truly is a moment that has to take place that is a revelation. Like that is the only way mm. that someone can truly like your begin, eyes are open. You're, like the You have, have to be to seeking off. though. You yeah. have to be constantly yeah. seeking. The the one thing that I do have in my corner for some reason is because I love psychology, I love mm-hmm. people, I love how the brain works, and that's a big reason why I do what I do. I'm also a performer, so it mm-hmm. leaned into, you know, I love acting, I love music, yeah. I love every type of performing, but magic and, and mentalism and this kind of you know performance art, has I've been able to do it because I love how people think, I love the yeah. psychology mm-hmm. of it. And yeah. the fact is, is I've always been seeking truths. And yeah. magic and performing magic has been a great way for me to ascertain these truths mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. meeting people and realizing how easy it is to be deceived. It's the easiest thing in the world. Bro, and the fact that, that's that's the fact so that people for. think wow. you can't deceive me yeah. is the biggest benefit that I yeah. have. Wow. It's the biggest thing because I go, you know, you're deceived every day. Mm-hmm. You don't know that that car you bought wow. is a lemon at the dealership. Wow. You don't know that. You know, right. uh, they actually this this one. You know, the phone company is charging an extra two dollars a month because of mm-hmm. this one little thing that they right. snuck in. You're right. deceived every day. Yeah. The biggest 
lie that you're believing is the fact that it's that that you can't be deceived. Wow. Okay, so it's, just real quick, I want to ask yeah, more about it's, that. It's, 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 it's gnarly. Pause. No, man, it's, it's, it's gnarly. No, no. What I love, what I love is number one, we're get, we're truly getting into it. But number two, he's touched base on who he is. So this is a man. If you don't know who Joel is, you need to go check him out. His social media and everything that our he is. introduction probably yeah, can't introduction say it, is, uh, yeah, enough about like just yeah, how successful he is. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And and what the Lord's allowed him to be part of. And you may have seen him on a cruise. You never know. You may have seen him at a college. You never know. You may have seen him on TV and all this stuff. And so we met at Starbucks, had a great connection. We started a conversation, talked through a bunch of different things. And then we just ended up hanging out a few times and a couple different moments, right? Well, we found and out at that Starbucks yeah, that, that, he, that was, he was, he was, he has a tattoo that's yeah, almost yeah. famous, but and he is actually yeah, famous. Yeah, he is actually and, famous. Uh, so he has, he's been on all these TV shows. We'll, yeah. we'll, we're going to list him here yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but something that we really enjoyed about, um, yeah. that, I, I really enjoyed about, and I told you this off camera, just how down to earth you were mm-hmm. and how just open to conversation you were. And I think yeah. it, I think the door was just open, as you, as I said, like openness <laughs> to God. That door was open for us to have like a real life conversation. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times you can meet somebody, you know, of the success that you have, of the, uh, let's say, status mm-hmm. or, um, yeah, just what level or class or whatever. And then... Uh, not have the ability to have conversations that pertain to every human being, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, and something that was really really cool about that uh, meeting, something else I felt like when we were uh, meeting is that uh, I felt God, I felt the Holy Spirit really uh, telling me to open the door to talk about Christ and talk mm-hmm. about God with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I thought that you didn't have them, but um, but just that that was part of the of that that day's agenda, right? Mm-hmm. For us to talk, and so yeah. it ended up becoming like yeah, awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Um, so anyway, so so. So Joel, you deal with with deception yeah. every day. So yeah. tell us, yeah. tell us a little bit about your job, everyday job. Tell us a little bit about so, what he shows us. Some of his I can show job. you. So now I'll show you as I'm telling you. So okay, basically, okay. basically, yeah, I use natural means to make it look like I have supernatural abilities, uh, but I'm very uh, uh, open with the fact that it's not real. That right, I'm right. using. Uh, a natural means to make it look like I do have these abilities that people, by the end of it, they question how much of that <laughs> is, you know, I'm using things like psychology, sleight of hand, misdirection, suggestion, a little bit of showmanship. Mm-hmm. I morph it all together mm-hmm. to create this, uh, <clears throat> to create this illusion uh, that I have these abilities. So on television shows, like I'm on a TV show called Masters of Illusion every Monday night. And, and, and on that TV show, I'm doing things with audience members throughout the thing where I'm, you know, reading their minds, telling them who people that they're thinking of, yeah. you know, doing things like that. Like if I told Which you guys, that's crazy to me. <laughs> there's, there's so many natural ways to where you can do this. And I'll tell you, first I'll do some of it for you right now. Okay. And I'll give you an idea of what, what, what it's like. Cause I know you guys, I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen me do anything live. You've seen clips and TV. So clips no, there's one time when we went to circles, we had yeah. dinner. You did yeah. like a one thing for the server. You remember that? Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 So you, so one time. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, I mean, so basically, Basically, uh, so yeah, so basically what, uh, you know, what this is, is it, I, I'm, I'm going to do like, okay. I, I also like it to feel really organic, right? Okay. So I want to do mm-hmm. something where like right now, Leho, um, if I told you, I want you to hold your hand in front of you, hold your hand in front of you like this. Any, in which hand? Either hand. Either hand. hand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Left hand. Okay. All right. Left hand. So are you left-handed? No, I'm right-handed. Right-handed. Okay. So uh, left-handed. So imagine that in your hand there, in your fingers, is a deck of playing cards, okay? Okay. Uh, so it's an invisible deck. So we'll start with literally nothing. We're just going to use, you know, your mind and see how, how we can go with this. Oh, so gosh. imagine that in the deck of playing yeah, cards. My brain, dude. I know. There's, there's 52 <laughs> cards in the deck of cards, right? Out of those 52 cards, uh, there's red cards, black cards. Uh, normally, when I tell somebody to just think of a playing card, which I want you to do. Okay. And then at any point, you could start changing your mind. Now, here's the thing. 
When I ask somebody to think of playing cards, guys always think of the same card. They always think of the Ace of Spades. It's usually the first one. Okay. I can tell by the way you're nodding that you probably didn't think of the Ace of Spades. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, uh, but then the other one is like a king. Women all tend to think of queens. Don't think mm. of a card that I can know. Think of a number card, like a two, a three, a four, mm. a five, six, seven, eight, mm. nine, ten. Number card, heart, diamond, club, spade. Do that, okay? You got mm. one in your mind? Yep. Joey, I want you to think of uh, maybe a person, maybe somebody that you're close to, somebody that uh, maybe has had an impact on you in your life. They can mm. be related to you. It doesn't matter. They don't have to be related to you. Just somebody that you're really close mm -hmm. to, but that is important that it's somebody that you're close to, okay? Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> you didn't think that long. You just yeah, went right to way, somebody. You know what's really funny about this? I'm the guy... That likes to be Joey's very I love it, but I'm such a figure outer. So that I'm like, I, I'm like, I get how it. Connect, how I, I get it. But here's the thing with what you're doing, a lot of this is just going to be, we're yeah. not using any props. I'm just yeah, going to be right, reading your body right, right. language and seeing yeah. what how you guys are uh, reacting to it. And I'll react in turn. It might not, yeah. the ending of what I'm doing right now might not be, <laughs> you look hilarious. You're just like, I'm not letting these cards go. I'm not letting this. Why don't you give them a quick shuffle, too? Give them a quick shuffle. It's horrible shuffling, but I believe in you in this case, Alejo. <laughs> it, help, it, it would help if you, if you took him out of the box. Yeah, first, you got to. Come on. There it is. There you it is. got it? Cool. Uh, right. You dropped one. I'm really okay, good at that. So this part is the hardest Did you have a playing card in your mind? You got I one? did, yeah. Okay, now start, imagine the playing card. You've had the same play. You haven't changed your mind. I haven't changed it. You could have. I could And you could up to this point still. I could. But you don't want to. Do you want me to? Do you want to? Sure. Do you really want? See, we don't even know until you say. Only no, you know. Actually, That's the best go, part about go, this. Let me go back know. to the one I like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Now imagine reversing it, placing it in the invisible deck the other way to where now it's facing the other direction. So only mm -hmm. one card is facing upside down in that deck. One card. Got okay. It. You got it? Dude, I'm so afraid. Now, Alejo, <laughs> imagine I have a deck of playing cards right here. Imagine that this deck of playing cards here is... Imagine that is the deck of playing cards that was in your mind. My heart's literally racing right now. <laughs> and now, Alejo, if this works, then what should happen is whatever card that you are thinking of, which you still haven't said it out loud, but imagine that the playing card that you're thinking of is the playing card that is reversed in that deck that I That'd set be up insane. before I even got in here. That'd be okay. insane. And you're thinking about somebody you're close to, right? Somebody. Yep. That's all we know. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And you thought about them right away. Yeah. Okay. I'm literally nervous right now. Okay. So name, <laughs> name out loud. What is the name of the playing card that you're thinking of, Alejo? Uh, the name is Four Diamond. Four of Diamonds. We'll change that. Uh, <laughs> Check this out. Yeah, get, get, show, show it to the camera. Stop it, the bro. Camera. If, you, if you have that right, I'm going to lose it. I want you to see every single card in here is face <gasps> Stop up. It. Stop Can it. we see that? Anything? Yeah, I think, I think we're good. There's we're... only one face down card. Alejo, grab that. Bro, Which you... one did you say? Four diamond. Go ahead, take a look. I hate you. <laughs> show it. <laughs> look at that. So crazy! How did you do that, dude? <laughs> what? I like what the applause, the yeah, <laughs> Bro, that's insane to me. It's weird. So good. That's weird. insane to me. It's weird. We'll do a couple things throughout the thing, but this is this is the kind of thing. It's this is a psych. You know, this is. What, am I influencing you? Did I influence you? I, I didn't tell you anything we were doing ahead of time. No, I didn't say this is what no. we're gonna do. No, I I literally thought he's not gonna get it. Right. That's why, like, on my head, I'm like, and I almost changed my card. 
too. Right. Yeah, but I that's the thing. You didn't, but you could have. You've been thinking of the same person, though, yeah. right? Yeah, you have consistently. Yeah, <laughs> Why have you been thinking of this person, Joey? Is this person that are you related to this person? No, you're not, right? No, no. I actually, I, I already know you're not related to this person, but mm-hmm. I know this is a person that has a great impact on mm-hmm. you for quite a while, right? Yeah. This is a person yeah. that you look up to, like a mentor, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. This is somebody who influences you and you talk to on a regular basis. Not as much as I would like to, but yeah, yeah but yeah, a, a semi regular yeah. basis, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. You get yeah. to, you get a lot of influence yeah. from uh, this guy mm-hmm. it's a guy it's a guy okay yeah um so uh are you okay you're yeah, fidgeting yeah, a bit. No, all I'm right good. we're gonna uh <laughs> he doesn't this is, a, this is what i know about joey he no, doesn't no, actually no. want to be i'm gonna I use so i'm gonna use a, a blue deck of cards for this to figure this out this isn't a card trick uh but this is gonna help me connect with who you're thinking of i'm gonna riffle down the side first i want you to see all the cards are different now this isn't mm-hmm. like a card magic trick but we're gonna use the cards for this so I'm going to riffle down the side. Uh, Joey, say stop anywhere you want. Stop. Well, I can see that one. We're going to take the one that I can't see. Um, actually, in fact, here, hold those. I'm going to, I, I can actually see it. What what card is that there? Nine. Nine of diamonds. Nine of diamonds. Watch this. I'm going to rip a corner. I want you to hear it. Yep. You see that? that? Yeah. See the corner there? Yeah. Watch the corner. I'm going to do this really slow right in the camera. Watch. <laughs> you see the corner go? You keep this person close he didn't. to you. I love that. Joey, Joey, you you keep this person really close to your heart, right? The person that you Yeah. pretty close to your when the corner disappears, it goes somewhere. Son of a <laughs> Joey, reach into your pocket there close to your heart. Uh, you might have I felt it. Did you feel it? Hit? I should have never used son of a gun. <laughs> Show the camera there. Show the camera. See it in the puck. Bring it bring it over here, Joe. <laughs> Gonna make bro, sure that that. How, in the, oh how in the world, dude? This Let's is insane, this. bro. Hold up, hold up. Things are about to blend back together. And look at that. So you that? stupid. Dude, you are insane. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> hey, you know Joey. Joey, you're yeah. thinking about uh, Jim, right? Are you thinking about Jim? Bro, <laughs> Look at him turning red. Alejo also, when you <laughs> said Jim, Alejo was like, I bet she's thinking about Jim. I knew it was him, too. I knew you were thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. What? That's insanity, he's, dude. He's in my head. <laughs> he's in my head. Bro, that's amazing. Thank you. Bro, you're incredible. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, it's wow. this is a combination of of things that I've been I've been doing this stuff since I was six years old, and it's a combination of 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 methods that I'm mm. using. And I didn't beforehand I didn't say you need to think of, of right. Jim. Yeah. Nope. Beforehand nope. I didn't say no. uh, what, nope. it, what what I did for, I didn't yeah. say, okay, you're gonna think of a four diamonds or oh, there's no preparations those. for these things. These things happen <laughs> organically in the yeah, while we're doing it. Wow, dude, I am, I am, mind blown. <laughs> By the way, so I love to be mind blown. Oh, I love it too. But, no, I know but he I loves love it too, to but I just love because he's always trying to. He's probably looking at your hands, trying to figure. Yeah. Like I'm looking at your hands, but I'm not like, let me find this guy out kind of thing, which a lot of people are. Right. But I enjoy I, I just, it because I, I love. He's so good at it. That's what I love. Bro, That's what I love about Thank him you. more than anything. Yeah, is he's just so good at it, and yeah. it's it's yeah. so there. I think that everybody has gifts, uh, and you got to find what your gift is. Mm-hmm. And and I do think that we all, you know, uh, we all have these abilities. I I really feel like I always have been a performer, and I've always loved performing, and mm-hmm. and uh, so I have always felt like I could do pretty much anything. Like I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, movies. I love music. I love. There's so many bands and 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 there's uh, so many films and I love television. I love directing. I, there's so many aspects of of uh, you know uh, being able to express yourself because we're all yeah. just mm-hmm. artists right Amen. now. Yeah. What we're creating, yeah. you know, this is something that wasn't here before. You know, right. we're creating right. this podcast yeah. that wasn't here yeah. before and talking about things we didn't know what we were going to talk about. You know. Yeah. No, and yeah. and uh, you know even this. 
even when I do something like that for you guys, I've done this stuff before, but it's different every time yeah. because it's mm-hmm. different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The reactions mm-hmm. are different. Even whenever when I do something for somebody like Al Pacino or Jennifer Lopez or or Brad Pitt or whoever, a famous mm-hmm. person, they react the exact same. Yeah. It's the exact same kind the, of feel the with heck? these things. Yeah. It's the and the interest ends up, you know, some people are more like they let the magic wash over them, like Alejo. <laughs> and then some people are more like Joey, who's who who's like, I really want to analyze and see, you know, what is behind the curtain here and see what this could possibly be. I Which I'm more this, like that. I love and the skill. I love the talent. Because again, it's not something that is just you didn't just happen onto it. Like that's what no. I love more than also, anything. Also, sometimes something Joey, something massive. that you might be fascinated by, I did I performed this event in LA for this uh writer's event and it was like at the Oscars. And the method for what I did in that, I feel like was cooler than the than the trick. Mm. There are sometimes where the method right, is cooler. Right, right. And sometimes where the, the effect is cooler. Yeah. And so that's something yeah. I really love also about what I do is it's so fascinating because sometimes the methods are cooler than the effects. Uh, and sometimes the effects. And you're are, just you're amusing yourself. Sometimes. Have yeah. you ever just laughed, genuinely like laughed because you did something that was in your eyes so simple, but this person lost their marbles? No, no, no. I no. never, I never laugh at somebody not, for not the, like after, <laughs> not like after. <laughs> like you're stupid. stupid. You, you, it's you're funny stupid. how you think we're idiots. <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 there's methods. Sometimes the most shocking things can be the the simplest methods, and then sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes shocking things can be really advanced methods. Yeah, you know, I did yeah. something for Stevo from Jackass where we did filmed for like five hours in mm-hmm. his kitchen, and uh, before we were really getting the meat of him reacting. And mm. I, there's some of the things I would think that he would react to. He didn't react to <laughs> because he's like, I would stick a needle in my hand or I would, you know, yeah. right, do something right, right. crazy like yeah. with my eyeball, like you just did. But then whenever, you know, you tell him to think of a combination of numbers while he's holding your wallet and he opens it up and there's a lottery ticket and all the numbers he thought of match the number, Jeez. you know, the lottery ticket, things that, like yeah, that. You know, or like the <laughs> thing that's on YouTube of me with Steve-O is me. If you, uh, if you find it on YouTube, it's me th- having him take, take a playing card and then he autographs his name on the playing mm-hmm. card and he puts it back in the deck. He shuffles it. And then we throw the deck of cards towards his kitchen table and inside a sealed can is his signed card. Kind of like the thing with the thing in the pocket yeah. kind of. Yeah. Um, but just, just but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like, you know, Crazy. something like that. And then he freaks out in that. So, um, so, so let me ask you, bro. So what is um, something? So you, you said, I love that you said something that those that you're thinking that you cannot be deceived is your greatest um asset for like doing what you do yeah so um so yeah one of my one of my favorite things uh, not one of my favorite things but one of the easiest things that makes uh, you know doing something like you know what i do i don't consider what i'm doing for people i you know some people might say you deceive people for a living that's not true because Mm -hmm. i'm very honest with people i say i'm a magician which automatically means i'm gonna lie to you (laughs) and then i do it well so i i i say i'm gonna lie to you and then i do i'm not saying i'm a wizard or a medium a psych a medium is is a deceiver because they're doing what i'm doing but they're saying it's real so Mm -hmm. that's different they're deceiving you and they're taking your right they're and they're charging you all this money saying we're talking to your dead loved one like if i decided to go the other way with you thinking of jim i could have said think about a person that you're close to who who's passed away mm-hmm. and said, you know, this person's telling me something, mm-hmm. a message. And wow. I could be using all my powers for evil and right. not good and lying about right. it. Right. And none of it is true. Yeah. So, uh, but probably get paid a lot more for that, right? That's mm-hmm. the biggest difference. Yeah. That's the big thing in, in people who are mediums and psychics. 
they're doing exactly what I'm doing, but they're charging a lot of money saying we're, where they're using your willingness mm. to suspend mm. your disbelief. They're mm. using it against you. Mm. So I'm coming in and you guys, Alejo's before we're filming. He's like, I can't <laughs> wait. I'm going to so see, excited. I'm going to see this guy yeah. who does magic yeah. on television. I'm going to see him do stuff for me in real yeah. life. You know, I'm so excited. You know, you're coming into it like that. Uh, whenever, so you're coming in willing to suspend your disbelief. You're more skeptical, which is, I believe how mm -hmm. most people are mm -hmm. like you. I'm like you. I don't, yeah. you know, uh, uh but the fact that uh, you believe that Joey, because you are more willing to suspend your disbelief. So when you watch a a, a movie with uh, you know a, a Martin Scorsese movie or something with Robert De Niro in it, you know that Robert De Niro was also in Meet the Parents, and now he's in you know uh, a Taxi. But in Taxi, you're willing to suspend your disbelief and go, no, I believe that that's the character mm -hmm. right, that I'm right. watching. Mm -hmm. I have trouble with that. I go, that's Robert De Niro. Mm -hmm. Joey yeah. might be more like me, where you're going, that's Brad Pitt, but I got to pretend like he's <laughs> you're a different in person. Ocean's yeah, Eleven yeah, 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 and yeah, he's yeah. this thief. That's interesting. Yeah. You know why that is? I, because for me, what's most valuable is the story. It's not the character itself. Yeah, Does me that too. make sense? So for example, yeah. when it comes to you, like um, I actually don't think, in my brain, I don't think, oh, this like guy on TV, like what he's doing. You know what I think in my mind, what, which makes me really excited is like, you're my friend, yeah. And I look at you, and you're so good at something right, that I'm right. like, I just can't wait to see you be that good yeah. at something. Oh, Does that make so sense? Let me let me yeah, let me yeah. ask you a question. What made you get into it? Like, what age? When did you start? I, know I was you I was tricked into it because <laughs> <laughs> I know you mentioned your dad. You really enjoyed cards. I know you like you mentioned that already. But like, what was? You know, I enjoyed cards, but I never thought about going down that field. So what was like the thing? I I never, when I was a little kid, I was never, uh, uh, I don't remember starting it because I was never really had the choice to start it, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Because I was so little, I don't have a lot of memory starting in it. Mm. What, what, what I do know is my dad was very encouraging and always said, I always felt like, which I think as little boys, you're open to the idea of like, I can be a professional basketball player yeah. or an actor, yeah. or I can be a ninja, yeah. you know? And so yeah. I was like, my dad was like, no, you can do those things. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. my dad was very much encouraging to where I was like, oh, I can do any of That's those. So powerful. So if my dad, if I was like, I want to be a pirate, he would be like, there's probably a way to be a pirate. I feel like your, your transition to pirate is not very far. You know, it's you're not very right far. I'm a peg leg away. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, have scurvy. Yeah, you know? I've got so I got enough skull tattoos. But, but you know, when I so when I was a kid, my dad was very encouraging, and 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 my dad used to do children's ministry, and whenever mm. he would travel with children's ministry, mm. he would do these little tricks and 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 combine them mm. with his message. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, so he used to, he also was a ventriloquist, and he had a he had a, a really high end dummy that a guy made him that ended up being a famous puppet designer that wow. we didn't know at the time. But my he gifted my dad this for his wow. ministry. So wow. my dad traveled with uh, he called it Myers Family Ministries, and he would <laughs> travel. And his brother is a big Bro. pastor who also did like Jesus productions, you know. And he'd bring the whole church in, so he would show up at a church and they would do the plays like you know like Hell, Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames, yeah, 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 those yeah, yeah. So my my dad and my and my uncle did those kinds of things. So my dad had some hmm. magic in his little arsenal and he would be like you know showing me how to do this stuff but my dad would be very encouraging because he would be like you know with anything if you practice a lot at it and you really dedicate yourself to it you could do it so then what was crazy was we would travel everywhere because my dad was a travel got out of ministry started doing traveling sales and he would hmm. do wholesale uh, you know, uh, sales to uh, retailers and hmm. so we would travel around to the most touristy areas and when I was a kid I thought 
to perform, you just get up. If I saw a platform, I'd go, that's a stage, and I'd get up and perform. Just get yeah, yeah, so when yeah. I was eight and, and nine, I would be I'd put a boom box out and do street <laughs> performing. And I didn't know at the time that's what I was doing. That's so I'd be in Times Bro. Square. My dad would leave me in Times Square at eight years old. He would Bro. leave me in Times Square. Dude, that's amazing. Because it, 90s, right? What's that? 90s, right? It was the 90s. Come on, that's why. So my dad would leave me in the early 90s. Have you seen August, August Rush? Rush? Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's like, <laughs> the exactly. version of that. Yeah. yeah, so he would leave me, and I would be in Santa Monica Boulevard. I would be in Key West, Florida. The first time he realized he could leave me, though, was whenever he lost me in Times Square, and then he saw a crowd around somebody, and it was me with a deck of playing cards and it was like a touristy deck i got i stole from a store i stole it (laughs) and i walked out i was like seven and i was doing magic for people i had a crowd i had 30 people around me i don't remember this but my dad said that's how he found me and so So i was don't remember that no i don't remember a lot of these things like i I remember little flashes of it but then my dad started because my dad was always a hustler businessman yeah Uh, that's why i have this tattoo that says hustle because my dad was always like a hustler he made Mm -hmm. stuff happen Mm -hmm. out of nothing kind of thing and so my dad would encourage me everywhere we'd go and tell the hotels you know my son could perform in your lobby and we'd get a free week stay and things like that so then my dad started going we can make money doing this (laughs) you can he can make so he would make sure i made money but wait a minute yeah so then i would do corporate (laughs) things as a kid and the novelty was always i was 10 11 years old and I'd be like, you know, my hair mm. slicked back, put my brother in boxes and cutting <laughs> them in half. And my dad would be very encouraging. And I practiced religiously. I would practice for 10 hours a day at stuff like playing cards. Wow. And my dad would say, whenever I would take a deck of playing cards and, and you know, do these do these moves and these things with the cards, my, my dad would say, you know, these are all things that... Uh, uh, you know, like chess or basketball or any of these things, he'd be like, you have to be the best at it if you mm-hmm. really want to stand out. So it wasn't just magic. I would be doing, I was good at every sport. I was, I'm not bragging. It was because yeah. I never, ever, my dad, if I said I was bored, my dad, I would get in trouble. Bro, so he would send me my room with the playing cards and go, go play with them until you're not practice. bored anymore. Mm. Like he, it wasn't like in trouble, like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. stupid. Yeah, in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would be like, you're never going to be bored. Right. Ever. Like what you have so, so I was much. always yeah. doing everything. So, so I played competitive every sport. I played every instrument. Mm-hmm. I did singing. I did gymnastics. I did ballet. I'm not joking. Yeah. Things wow. that like you're like you did ballet. Like I was yeah. like my dad was like try it. He's like you're going to try everything and figure out what you love. Mm-hmm. So now. Praise God, I'm good. It's awesome that I'm good at it. A lot of things. Like we were ice skating with my ten year old, and he was like, "What are you doing?" I'm skating backwards. I played ice hockey for five years, (laughs) so I'm skating backwards and hockey stopping and all this. And he's like, "What is this? Who are you?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "How come I can't do that?" And Mm. I'm like, "You got to do everything, bro." Were were you homeschooled? Yeah, you were. So, so did you not know that? I did not this know is that. Why we have a unique connection. But but it's very. <laughs> you were homeschooled too. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh, oh that whole life. Yeah. And they always say that people like us are not outgoing. <laughs> Come on. And you're like one of the most outgoing people yeah. I know. You and I both. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. very yeah. very charismatic and yeah. personable. You know, and so, that's funny, so funny. You guys were homeschooled. You're probably way more extroverted, way more outgoing than yeah. I am. And yeah. I feel like you're yeah. outgoing too, yeah. but not like you guys. Like you guys are. Well, I am. Do you feel like, like you I, have to put more effort into? I really I do. I feel like I glean. Well, I have my days. Like there are some days where I just wake up with a spark in my a little a little twinkle. Uh, twinkle you always have a twinkle in your yeah. eye. It's adorable. <laughs> but but there are days where I have to really, really try. Right. And I feel like to you guys, it just kind of comes natural to be like, to have charisma mm-hmm. and, and be charming and all that stuff. Where some days I'm like, sometimes I'm just a butt. Like sometimes I'm just like, You're I, a call, butt? I call him a cat. There's some or nice butts out there. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I 
really do. Th- I think it's like, like you and I do have something that we just genuinely enjoy connecting with people. Like we yeah. enjoy understanding people. Like you enjoy stories. You understand like, dude, the stories you've told about the people you've met and where yeah. you've been and the connectivity, even you're talking about that from New York, like all like you That's just, a beautiful just story, the details bro. and the stories of who you are. Like, and maybe, maybe it that does come be from being, oh yeah, absolutely. There's, um, there's weird connections with a lot of that stuff. Like, you know, years down the line when I was about 14 and I'd been performing and, and, and knowing that this is what I was doing. Cause I knew I've never not known what I was going to do. I've always yeah. been like, I'm going to be a performer mm-hmm. and I'm going to do magic. So when I was 14, my mom, my sister both passed away from different mm-hmm. causes. My mom was in a car, or, I'm sorry, my sister was hit by a car mm-hmm. and my mom died a week later cause she had been struggling with breast cancer for two years. Mm-hmm. So my mom, my sister died in the same week from different causes. Mm-hmm. And I remember whenever my sister got hit by the car, I, my mom was on her deathbed, and I remember thinking, mm. well, God's not going to take my mom. My sister mm. just died. Mm. And it was such a traumatic, horrific mm. experience mm. that all of that happened. But there were so many God people around us, and my dad always said, you give and take away, but my heart will choose to say, blessed be your name. And my dad mm. would say these things that have impacted me to this day to where there's only been two men I've ever seen like this in my life. My dad and one of our close friends who's this big movie producer who's uh, it's kind of ironic because we didn't know him because I was in the entertainment industry. We knew him independently of that. He just mm. happens to be a director. He wrote for the TV show Home Improvement. Wow. And his name's Daryl Campbell, and he was a good friend mm. of ours uh, for many years. He still is a close friend, and he just lost his son mm. about a year ago, mm. and his son was a good friend of mine growing up. Mm. And his, I talked to him, and these guys, that's where you see God. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you hear me? Mm. You see God in those kinds of moments because mm. we have children, us three. Mm-hmm. If I, if something happened mm-hmm. to one of my kids at this point in my life, I wouldn't, I'm not there yet, but my, mm-hmm. I, 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 I strive to be, and mm-hmm. I want to be there mm-hmm. with all that I am. And I'll pray to be mm-hmm. at the point where I can say that no matter what happens in life, no matter what it is, I'm, you know, what is it? The mercy me song, even if, even if, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Where it's yes, like, yes, yes. even if I don't remember the exact words I was mm-hmm. listening to it on the way over here, yeah. but it's even, even if no matter, you know, no matter what is thrown your mm-hmm. way, you still put God first. You don't even have to understand it. Mm-hmm. And so when my mom, my sister yeah. died, and my dad said his his motto still. My dad's mm-hmm. gone through a lot. My dad, I was joking mm-hmm. around that my dad's like Job, mm-hmm. because my dad's mm-hmm. been through, through so much mm-hmm. crap. Mm-hmm. And and so it, even if you know my dad went through this stuff, he's able to say. Uh, I'm grateful for the seven years I had mm. with Olivia, my mm. sister. So mm. I, I'm grateful. Mm. Could you imagine? How, well, no, how, I, how old is your no. son? I can't. Three. Yeah, three can't. and yours, two. Yeah, turning two here. In a Could you month. imagine being like, I'm grateful for those three years? You know, mm-hmm. My son, we struggle with him hitting himself because he's on the spectrum mm-hmm. and screaming in public place. Extremely mm-hmm. embarrassing at times mm-hmm. and uh, and traumatic and scary. And then you can't, what are we going to do? We can't go out. We can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, And I'm mm-hmm. very, I, I don't like being at home mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah. And so, but we struggle with taking them out and stuff. But it's like, I'm so grateful for this time that I've had up to this point. Can you be that, can you have that level of conviction to wow. where you can say, you know. Yeah, those uh, are the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's easy to sing when there's nothing to bring me down. But what will I say when I'm held to the flame like I am right now? I know you're able and I know you can save through the fire with your mighty hand. But even if you don't, my hope is you alone. They say it only takes a little faith to move a mountain. Well, good thing. A little faith is all I have right now. Uh, man, how many times, dude? I've gone mm-hmm. through that so many times where I'm like, the only faith mm-hmm. I have is the uh, ability, the thing that God put in us to to seek him, to mm-hmm. where we know that he's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's all. That's all. All I know is that he's there. But why am I going through this? And if he created mm-hmm. me in his image, he should be able to relate to these feelings. So my big issue has always been in those moments. Not always, but there's been many times where I've been very angry at God, mm-hmm. going, "What is going on?" Mm-hmm. But it's like I'm talking to him, though. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm ta- I'm expressing it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have somebody and to ask, and he's not afraid of it. That's yeah. like the most beautiful thing, regardless of of the king that we serve, is he is not afraid of your questioning. He's not afraid of your fear. He's not afraid of your like frustration at him. Like, you know, King David, literally people look at King David from Psalms and who he was and stuff like that. It's like, dude, he's bipolar. Like David, literally in the same breath, the same Psalm, the same song, in a sense, he'd be like, you're, I can't believe God, you're so far away. Why don't you hear me? But then he would shift and, and he'd say, me. oh, but soul. Yeah. Why are you downcast? Right. And that's a sign and, of honesty. And it's it's I feel actually like. the sign of David's soul of like, it's actually the, the, the representation of, you know, us as a three part being flesh, spirit and soul. Right. And right. you're seeing the flesh, which is the, like the exhausted, the, I can't believe like when, when I, when I went through my miscarriage and right. when I lost my best friend a hundred yards away from me in a motorcycle accident, like all of these little moments, it was like, it's it's I've, I've encountered a lot of death not 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 in the extreme that of you have but we've all you know well, everybody's level scenario and, everybody's and, scenario is personal and and dude like i remember i remember the moment as we were going through the miscarriage and i was like lord you're still king you're still on the throne yeah. you're still there and i trust you and i'm exhausted and i'm weeping i have no comfort for my wife you are the comforter when i lost my best friend it was i had a call my, I lost one of my, one of my best friends and I had to call his brother, which is my best friend and tell him his brother passed away and the weight that I, that I felt in that and all of these things like, like, dude, there's just stuff that I'm like, God, you're the only one. You're the only, like, I cannot picture people that are, that are truly don't believe that there is a great comforter, that even though there's all this wickedness, even though there is this disease, even though there is all these storms, there's all this stuff that in reality, there's actually, um, there's someone that talks about like, if there is such a great darkness, there has to be such a great light. And, And like that concept of, of there is a great King. And because of our own decisions from Adam and Eve, we are dealing with sin, disease, sickness, death, all this stuff. But praise God, praise the King of Kings that death has no more sting, that there's a place that all tears will be wiped away, that sickness and disease will have no more authority and no more place. Like praise God, like in these things and man, like, like walking through that stuff. I like, dude, within what I do, I always say there's uh, the, uh, um, Nothing's truer than the lie you tell yourself, mm. and be, and it's mm. it, say that again. Yeah, bro. nothing's mm. truer than the lie you tell yourself mm. because it's very that is it's facts. Because what happens is people. I have a good friend who's an atheist who is always scared when we drive past a cemetery, mm. and uh, because mm. he's like, that's where you know yeah. you end up. So what happens it's like is the end. It's well, the what end you do him, is yeah. you know that the what you do you have to just not try to not acknowledge the fact that you're going to die mm. and people just <laughs> ignore it. Cause they go, that's too dark. It's mm. too, too much for me to think about too heavy. Yes, so sir. people don't want to think about it. Now my but, sister was seven. But the, the Your friend of, was yeah. how old? Uh, he was 16, 16, yeah. seven yeah. years old. My mom was 42, yeah. you know, and then some people are 80 yeah. or 90, yeah. but either way, you, you, the only choice you have with that is to not just choose. I'm just not going to think about it at all because I'm, I'm scared of mm-hmm. it and I don't know what's going to happen and all mm-hmm. of this. So this is what people do. I think, I mm-hmm. think a lot of times they're, they, they say they don't want to think about it. They choose to, mm-hmm. to not think about it. And I'm like, how do you not at the very basic level, even if you don't ultimately care about yourself, 
what about the people around you, your kids or your spouse mm-hmm. or, you know, the people around, don't, you know, does it concern you in any way mm-hmm. that our time is so mm-hmm. uh, limited? Come on, bro. So do you, do you think that having an understanding that there is an end date, that you actually enjoy the journey more than trying to stop the end date? So that say that sense? again. So do you think because you have a realization that there is an end date to Dude, life? Days are short. Like days mm-hmm. are short, days are numbered, we're withering grass, right? Like these things, right? Because you have that. Do you feel like you actually no. can enjoy the journey? No, I think that some people, I think maybe that might be a gift that you have. I feel like I've always struggled. I think because I'm in the entertainment industry, so eyes are constantly on me. I, I mm. constantly uh, have to live it to an expectation of myself that I've created for myself for some stupid reason. Men mm. already have the need to be seen yeah. and be recognized. And then I have this extreme expectation of myself. Mm. that I'm like, I have to be on TV all the time. I have to be in front of people. I have to make a lot of money and all of these things because for whatever reason you tell yourself these things and it's a constant struggle. So I've always dealt with, you know, I have anxiety and OCD and ADHD and all these things, but I also have dealt with levels of depression because, you know, that, that the, I think a big thing that you find uh, and that I'm grateful for this aspect of it that I can share with other people because there's so many people who are not Christians who, when they meet me and they find out, I know, I know friends in the entertainment industry that hate Christians Mm-hmm. And they think, I, and they want to be my best friend. Well, why? Mm-hmm. Why do you think they hate Christians? Well, because of how they've been, you know, maybe they're gay and they, uh, you know, mm-hmm. they're persecuted by the church because mm-hmm. we make it about laws and things. Uh, mm-hmm. And and the Jesus of, the real Jesus is not who the church has made made him into. I think there's going to be a, an awakening. Jelly Roll said that on a mm-hmm. podcast recently. Jelly Roll Jelly Roll's a Christian. You know, mm-hmm. Alice Cooper is a Christian. You know, some of these people that were like, that's not the version of, I don't look or mm-hmm. or seem like the, my, my, my look on social media and online and everything is not the look of what people would think is a Christian, but mm-hmm. that's, you know, Jesus was not the the man that churches have turned him into. I think that's why. I think mm-hmm. Jesus came for the sinners, man. He came mm-hmm. for, Jesus was talking about a prostitute when he mm-hmm. said, he who has no sin casts the first stone. Mm-hmm. He was talking about a prostitute. Yeah. Jesus was hanging, Mary, In front of him. Mary Magdalene, yeah. dude, these were yeah. not, you yeah. know, people that like, you know, Paul Saul was not this guy. You know, we make it like you know. You just said yeah. who was it? David had uh, yeah, it's like bipolar. bipolar. Yeah. You know, these are you yeah. know the man after God's own heart was yeah. a mess. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. we're not the, the church isn't yeah. a mess. We're all yeah. perfect. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, and it's like I don't want to be. I'm not interested in it. I'm not mm. interested in being a part of that. I'm interested in in ju- people just like me. We're broken. Mm. I'm a mess. Mm. <laughs> I've done every bad thing you can mm. do. I've done it all and uh, in my life. I'm not proud of it, but I know that it's added to my story of who I'm supposed to be, the man mm. I'm supposed to be. What what kind of example am I going to be for my kids if I mm. can't tell them any true life scenarios of this mm. is what happens when you delve into that? Mm. You know, this is, you know, you've got to experience these things. I think for me, I had to experience these things to find out it's not the way personally. Well, and I, and I think too, like, because everybody's wrestle with God is different, right? So for example, you know, I I haven't, <laughs> You know, you wrestle with God's intentions, you know, um, with like the death of your sister and your mom, uh, which, by the way, I, I want to read this verse to you because this re- this verse gave me a lot of hope. And maybe you can send this to your friend, mm. the director. But this is Isaiah 57 verses one through two. It says, I read this one day and I was like, it was like a hidden. Like I'd never seen this before. It says, good people pass away. The godly often die before their time. Mm-hmm. But no one seems to care or wonder why. Right. Obviously, you've been wondering why for a long time. Right. Right? No one seems to understand that God is protecting them from the evil to come. For those who follow godly paths will rest in peace when they die. 
I never read that before mm -hmm. about like God's protection. That's a verse? That's yeah. a verse. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, Isaiah 57, uh, one through two. And it talks about, you Surprised know. I haven't heard that more. That's pretty heavy, good that's good it's words. truth. Well, yeah. that's the hardest well, part. Like Even, imagine like God, like, I mean, like the, what I read there is like, well, like, um, what if God was protecting Olivia mm -hmm. from things that were far harder to go through than mm -hmm. death itself? You're right. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, uh, I've, I, we, we've thought about, you know, you analyze those kinds of things and that's... So that's, that's, that's what that's suggesting is all I'm, all I'm yeah. saying. And, yeah. Um, if, yeah I, I, here's and, what I find yeah. because we're going to constantly search for, you know, like, believe me, uh, it was a huge thing in our hometown of Columbia, Missouri, this small town, whenever my sister died like that in such a traumatic way and everybody heard about it and it was such a traumatic thing. So everybody questioned and said things like maybe he was protecting her, mm -hmm. maybe because your mom was supposed mm -hmm. to pass that she wouldn't have been able to handle that. You know, you, mm -hmm. now, so here's the, the, the realization I constantly come back to because mm -hmm. there's so many things that we won't know and won't figure out. Yep. And especially yep. as seekers, you know, I'm a, I'm a mentalist and illusionist and a magician. I'm a, I, I do these things that, uh, show that I'm constantly trying to find answers and try and dissect things and ask questions and, and figure out how people think and psychology and all of this. And the fact is, is just because we don't have the answers doesn't mean that God isn't sovereign mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that God isn't in it all in some way. What if we gamble our whole eternal salvation mm -hmm. on a question like, why are kids born with... Here's a big one, Stephen Fry. You know Stephen Fry? Mm -hmm. Very famous in England and he's a great writer. Stephen Fry said... You know, some uh, a guy asked him in, a, in an interview, "What if you're wrong and you get there and mm. God is there?" And he goes, "I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to say bone cancer in children. What is mm. the matter with you? You know, how did you?" Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Dude, you're you're gambling your eternal salvation on a question that you might not even have to ask. What if we get in front of God and mm -hmm. we like, just know the answer mm -hmm. and we go, it's that simple." that I almost gambled my eternal mm -hmm. salvation on this thing that made me angry, understandably yeah. so. Right. Could you imagine if, if if our children were born with something mm -hmm. like that? People are dealing with it. Right. People yeah. are I know performers right now that their son has cancer mm -hmm. and they're a young kid. Yeah. Why? I don't I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But are you going to are you going to gamble your eternal salvation on a question that might be that mm -hmm. quick to answer? Mm -hmm. That God just gives you the realization this mm -hmm. is what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Let me ask you a question, mm -hmm. bro. Because because um, that's been a big struggle with me, man, for so yeah. many years. Well, is like, it's, it's how real. can God allow well, it's, that? It's because we're seeing mm -hmm. it as a as a time blip. We're seeing that these let's just call it ninety years that we have is all we have. And so when we see it in in such a a specific time frame, some people will gamble eternity because they don't think eternity is like. Do you, like the thought process, like we just had someone it's not on our even podcast. Like, their like it's not even it's not even a thought that like there's actually something bigger than what's happening. Most of the time, no, it's we like, live in a oh, world where everything ends. An well, eternal it, world is non-existent. And like with my eyes, right? Like you, no. you in reality play the game with what I see with my eyes. Right. And so in reality, what are the things? Well, that I'm using what you can't see. Correct. And so yeah. what what are the things that the enemy? The devil is right. messing with us that we don't see, number one. Number oh, two, what are the yeah. things that God, it's not that he's hiding, but maybe he's in plain sight, but we just don't acknowledge that he's there right now. Right. Like how many moments, like again, you're doing the tricks right in front of us, right. and yet we just don't see Because I'm answer. using elements that you can't see Correct. against you. I'm using it, the it, things that are which in your... Is, yeah. Like or for right, us, right. right? They're actually they're in reality, you. right? Mm -hmm. Like you're you're doing something for me, but I just don't acknowledge that you're right. doing something for me. You know, yeah. And so it's like this. I have to, for example, I'll, I'll give you an example of a, of an element that I use for my son mm -hmm. that I hide from him. So for a little while, the control remote for the TV <laughs> was not something he was aware of that existed. Now the way I use that 
is for <laughs> for his benefit or against his benefit right. his benefit right like if it was up to my son he would watch tv the entire day right. and then he would just freaking grow roots yeah. into the couch and then that would be <laughs> it right right um but but i use i use what he doesn't understand exists for the purpose of benefiting him long term and i think that um I, that's such a good point joey of what you said about like just long like just eternity mm -hmm. not being a part of like because the yeah. reality i tell I, I told this to somebody i met at a coffee shop recently i told him if God's not real, and if Jesus in resurrection is not a reality of life, resurrection, then life is just tragic. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah. you get here, you fall in love with people that mm -hmm. you love dearly. Like your they mom, die. like your sister. They get sick. And then they, they get die, hurt. They get sick, they get taken from you, and then that's it. And that's it. Then it there's no mm -hmm. resurrection, there's no eternity. And I feel like, and I feel like, you have if you think of life that way mm -hmm. then truly there can be no god because mm -hmm. tragedy equals there's god is evil mm -hmm. but but if if there is longevity and eternity and there is a place where your mom and your sister will rejoice with you eternally then the story flips you know what i mean and yeah. it's just adding eternity mm -hmm. and god yeah. to it you know what i mean yeah. like it right so that's that's what changes the whole thing is like you know you can probably i bet some of the tricks that you do you probably start start working on me two hours early <laughs> right an hour early you're already suggesting yeah. things right but i'm only aware that is of the part trick of because, <laughs> yeah. because i'm right here i can only see yeah. the mic you know what i mean yeah. and then the moment that i get away yep. i'm gonna be able to see a lot of mm -hmm. stuff that's going on right. so I, w I wanted to ask you bro um i'm just so inspired by your father Oh, nice. You know, Me I've too. never met him. Yeah. Uh, but just the way you describe him, uh, it's just like, I just, it's just a, a, a man I want to, I definitely want to meet. Yeah. And, uh, Tim, uh, our, our friend Tim Turpening's met him. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah Tim's oh, I'm met so him. jealous. Yeah. He met him one time. Yeah. My, my dad is, uh, my dad is a very unique cat and he was, uh, uh, Apple doesn't fall, fall from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> he was, my dad was, uh, in this little one bedroom apartment in Elizabeth, New Jersey, where he was wow. born and, you know, raised and uh, pretty poor. But my dad kind of came about everything himself where he was like, Oh, I can do this or I can try that. Or I can go in this direction and whatever I want to do. He was always inspired by people, love people. His mom was a real Christian woman who he took care of when he was seven years old until she died when he mm. was seven and he would change mm. her bedpan, mm. you know, and the whole thing when he was a little boy. Mm. And so my dad, but my mom was a very strong mm. Christian woman. And so my mom, my mom, my, my mom was, but my grandmother, mm -hmm. my dad's mom. Mm -hmm. uh, and so she would say things and, and things that really impacted my dad the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I think her relationship with God really impacted my dad's. And so my dad became, you know, this guy who really is, you know, and, and nobody is flawless. So there's been times where mm -hmm. I've been like frustrated, you know, with my dad about little things sure, and things yeah. like that. Right, but overall... Right. My dad has this incredible story and this heart after people and this heart for God and this unwavering faith, um, you know, and, and, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and he's really instilled these, uh, beliefs and, you know, my brother is a chef in Hawaii and he chefs for the Obamas and for Jason wow. Momoa and these people, you know, and he does this really cool stuff and he ch does yacht charters all the time. So Crazy, he's out on yeah. And so my brother, and he's a master chef. He, the stuff he makes is unbelievable. And then he's been lately, he's been like, Oh, I'm doing magic for people too. Cause I show my brother, I do stuff. <laughs> and You're my like, brother will be like, my brother will be stop. like, no, I'll say, I'll say, go copy what I did on that TV show clip on YouTube and just do it like that because he'll be like, Oh, I got this idea of branding it where I'm like the magic chef. And so I'll send him a prop or something and I'll tell him, you know, go watch the video of me doing it and then just copy what I'm doing. Can you imagine you go to the chef and the chef's like, you actually 
already ate the food. Right. <laughs> exactly. But it's it's pretty rad because my my brother is one of those guys who and my brother and I always joke around that we do exactly what when we were kids, we tried everything. My brother, mm-hmm. he we had alligators and snakes as kids. Is he younger or older? We had alligators in our house. Wow. What? Is he younger or older? He's than two you? years younger than me. But my okay. brother and I were both doing these things together when we were kids. You know, Bro, we would perform that. magic together and we would do all this stuff. And we were raised very, you know, my dad, when my mom, my sister passed away, my dad and all of us. My dad and my brother and I, we have an older sister also, but mm. my dad, my brother and didn't I know that. Yeah, traveled. Didn't know that. Yeah. The, my, my sister's a little bit more, I say she's got the normal stuff you know, going on, uh, <laughs> but she's a great mom and, and a great person. But my, my, my kids, I, I mean, my, uh, my brother and I and my dad traveled for many years out of a van and we would sleep in the van and KOAs and uh, campgrounds. And my dad would do traveling sales like he did when we were really Crazy, little. Man. And so my brother and I were my brother would gold pan in Colorado and find flakes of gold and sell it and make all this money bro. and then go, here's what we're going to do. And we can, did all of these can, things. Can I we didn't in, know that this stuff wasn't normal. Bro. We were performing and doing all this crazy Joel, stuff. I, I, I don't everyone know if, out there on the Hollywood, make this man a freaking movie. I, I was going to tell you, bro, it. I don't know if you've considered <laughs> this no. enough, but... Um, I that's a beautiful story. Right, your man. story is that's a, I love it. it. Like it's not yeah. just right. it's not just an outstanding story. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful story because I just consider like the It's fact all that tied together, bro. Yeah. It's all yeah. my well, daughter's named it, after it. my sister. When my yeah. sister passed in the car accident, I felt God tell me, You're gonna have a daughter and you will mm-hmm. name her after your sister. Yeah. And yeah. I felt that when I was yeah. fourteen. And I remember whenever my bro uh whenever my wife and I found out we were gonna have a son, I was like like what's going on? I the thought we were like, having a daughter. He's yeah. like, hold on. Yeah, and he's Hold like, on. wait, dude, yeah. you got to wait another year. And then yeah. uh, my my daughter came along, and that's uh, Olivia Grace, named after my uh, my sister. And here's the real: you want to talk about weirdness? When I met my wife, she had already had a son. She, my wife, came over mm-hmm. from Dubai. She was from Dubai, and she had a really bad experience with her uh, father over there, and she escaped that and moved to America. She got married when she was really young, and. Uh, she thought that's what she was supposed to do. She was very young, like 19. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. she had a son who's my stepson now, who we don't say is my mm-hmm. stepson. Yeah, we he's say he's my son. son. Yeah. But uh, he's our 10-year-old. And, and uh, uh, when I met my wife... Joseph, and, right? Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. And when I met Haura, uh, my wife, she's, I said, if your son had been a girl, what would you have named him? And I did, oh. we didn't know each other. That's crazy. And she said, I always loved the name Grace, but I loved it as a middle name. I always loved the name Olivia, like Olivia Grace. My yeah. sister was Olivia Grace. Okay, and crazy. so I told her that. I said, I, yeah. are you serious, this, so this was the day. This hey, was the day so after we met. The, what, this is the crazy part. <laughs> this is what you I'm saying. You think you're a mentalist. Hara knew the whole time. <laughs> no, but here's the weird thing, man. This is where... <laughs> been planting yeah, this guys, I didn't... I, I did not... I, that's hilarious. I did not... My belief and my... my uh, seeking after God was not me seeking after mm-hmm. God. It was God seeking after me because mm-hmm. all of these things that have piled, mm-hmm. compiled, on, compiled over the years. Into it. Bro, yeah. I looked into uh, uh, the Muslim faith, the Bo- Buddhism. I looked into, you know, why are people agnostic? Why are people atheists? I looked mm-hmm. at all of it. I looked at Guys, I know about Seventh-day Adventism. I know mm. about Mormonism. I've been to Salt Lake City, talked to the people at the church, looked at the original Joseph Smith writings. Mm. I've looked at everything to try and uncover where's the place, mm. what's the thing, what is the answer. Mm. And it all, these these miraculous moments. My sister knew she was going to die before she died. She went into, we were she was gardening with my godmother. Uh, right, My godmother's house was right next to ours. And she went in the, uh, she went to the, she said I had to go to the bathroom. My sister was seven. And this was right before she died. And she went to the bathroom. Remember, my mom had cancer, so my mom mm. was in her deathbed. And uh, my mom wanted to die at home. So my mom was getting alternative treatments in Mexico. Mm. And then because it was, wasn't was legal in mm. the States, the mm. alternative treatment. So my mom was at home. My sister was uh, at my godmother's. 
And she, my godmother's like, she's taking a long time. So she went and as my sister was coming out, my godmother met up with her and said, where were you? And my sister was seven. And she goes, I think I fell asleep. And she goes, and I think I had a dream. And I dreamed I was waiting in heaven mm. with God. And I had uh, a real lamby, my little strata lambskin that she would always sleep with. Mm. It was like a real lambskin that mm. ever since she was a baby, we'd put it in the crib. And she had it. She mm. carried it everywhere. She said, it was a real lamby. And I was waiting with Jesus. And, and he said, mommy's coming. We're waiting for mom. Bro, Three wow. days later, my sister died. And when my sister died, my godmother had told me this. So it wasn't like she made it up. My godmother told me, yeah. Olivia, this weird thing happened yeah. a few days before my sister passed. Wow. I was like, that's weird. Three days later, when Olivia passed mm. and she was in the, Olivia was in, she was brain dead right when she was hit. So mm -hmm. she was swollen and she was in the hospital. And there were hundreds of people from our church all there. It was a big deal. Mm. And uh, my godmother went in and held her hand. My godmother's very close to my sister, like a daughter. My godmother mm -hmm. couldn't have kids. And so she's like, and we call her godmother because yeah. we didn't know yeah. what else to call her, yeah. not because, yeah. of, you know, so we just, we wanted her to be close. We call her godmother. Yeah. So she was holding her, her hand and she told my dad and, and she said, tell him what we talked about. And we told my dad the story about what happened and that this was going to happen. And mm -hmm. it was, uh, yeah. So like these things, my mom didn't know. Nobody told my mom because we thought she was going to hyperventilate. She, my mom was in mm -hmm. critical condition. We didn't say my sister... You know, this is what happened mm. to Olivia. But my mom was in the room and she said, Olivia's here. And my mom didn't know Olivia mm. was in a hospital room, you know, yeah. in the same hospital yeah. as my mom on my mom's deathbed. Because at yeah. that point they said, we need to bring her to the hospital. She was yeah. at the house. Mm -hmm. said, we need to bring her to the hospital. And then my mom on camera, because my dad would keep a camera on her like this to just capture anything she would say. Um, I only watched those, these videos once. But my mom said, Olivia's in here. In one of the clips as you watch it. And she goes, oh, you can't see her, can you? And my mm. mom didn't know Olivia was dead mm. at that point i mean there are things man if you need to clip yeah, him bro yeah, keep yeah, going yeah. keep, keep going keep, keep, I, keep bro, talking. I, gotta, I, gotta, I know i know we're passing keep talking though yeah <laughs> wow bro that is unreal i haven't heard that part of the story yeah well there's a dude a lot of this stuff it all ties together in these things that just it it this has all been validation of uh that's what i'm saying bro. about like you know, I've tried to run from God, I think, at times. But what happens is you, God will always come after you. And it's how much are you going to stifle him and push him down? And some people are have gotten good at it. And they got really distracted by money and by fame and by uh, all the things that we perceive as important. I get distracted by, I love cool clothes. I love cool cars. I love, you know, being able to do thing cool things. I do think money overall is just freedom. I don't look at it like money is the thing, but I do want freedom and for my family and all of that and the ability to, you know, live and enjoy our lives. But I definitely get distracted by those are cool glasses. Those are cool the shiny. shoes. Yeah, the shiny yeah, things. Yeah, the but shiny. I know that it's superficial and it's yeah. stupid and it doesn't matter. It's just mm. something that, honestly, it makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Just like, uh, you know, maybe you, if you like playing a video game, it makes mm -hmm. you happy. You know, you like watching that movie, it makes you happy. I'm the same way with certain things. Mm -hmm. But overall... Uh, I could lose any of those things. I don't care. I could lose uh, you know, my house. I, I don't care. I could lose any of that stuff. And ultimately, I want to be able to say that about my family, that mm -hmm. ultimately my family comes, uh, you know, is up at the top of the list, you know, and it's really hard not to say my family, my family comes before God. Mm -hmm. But in all honesty, it's it feels like my mm -hmm. family comes before God. And my my journey and my desire is for ultimately me to be able to say the same thing that my dad and our friend mm -hmm. have said when they've lost their own children and said thank you for that time I had with them you know and I can't wait to see him again mm -hmm. and this kind of thing yeah. um, and I so. believe I believe it comes from the foundation because you know Jesus tells a parable about um, mm. uh, about the foundation if you build your house on the sand right right yeah, yeah and yeah. it says that when the storms come yeah. when the rain comes when it's the inevitable comes, it will it it will yeah. and like that alone like like that foundation moment i used to teach a message That's when so i was hard, a youth right? pastor and when i used to teach young adult stuff too i used to use a representation of like like toothpaste like 
there there's toothpaste was built for squeeze right and like our lives are going to have a squeeze on it and the question is when there is the pressure when the squeeze comes when the pressure comes what comes out of you and there's a moment when i look back you know again i'll use my miscarriage right when when i look back on that with my wife and i um i look back at it and before I would, I'd regret things and I would be, I'd feel guilty and I would be like, man, I could have done so much better. Or like, man, like, Lord, like where, where, where was I missing things? Did I do something wrong to deserve this? Like all these different things. Right. And then there's a moments where God, God would continue to have my eyes look back at it and be like, holy cow, through the most trauma thing that my wife and I have ever gone through. And in my opinion, what I, what I have ever gone through, what came out of me was Jesus. Right. That's the only thing that came out of me. And now, did it mean that I didn't weep? Does it mean that I didn't go for runs and work out and drives in just losing my marbles and frustrated and pissed off at God? No. Does it mean that I wasn't exhausted and didn't have the right answers? No. What I knew that after everything, after like just boiled over, whatever it was, I'd always come back to, God, you're still there. Yes, yeah. I think me. the problem is that people don't do with that, and most mm-hmm. people do. And my problem has always been I've been good at distracting myself. Mm-hmm. But I think people either uh, they either turn away from God entirely and are very dark and mm-hmm. negative underneath it. Yeah. And even whenever I've been on stage or even around you guys or around anybody in mm-hmm. general, and I might look all put together, a lot of times that's an act that people are putting on. And mm-hmm. really, you know, Jim Carrey's one of the darkest people I've ever heard of. Mm, and really? oh, yeah. And he's very, he comes out as being this very like outgoing and, and, and charismatic and like happy. You know, he's a comedian. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the comedians are the darkest people yeah. because you're shutting, you either you have to shut God out in these moments when you're mm-hmm. going through miscarriage, when you're going yeah. through the loss of a friend yeah. or a family member, when you're going through the real darkness mm-hmm. that is in inevitable it's inevitable it's gonna happen we live in a broken place yeah. so yeah. that's gonna happen so whenever that happens either you have to shut god out completely mm-hmm. and live in the darkness this is what people do they either do that or they're they're really hyper good at distracting themselves to never be able to actually walk through it to be able to not yeah. walk through it like yeah. you're saying yeah. and in the way my biggest thing was always distracting myself mm. and i'm really good at it and mm-hmm. i've always and i'm still really well good you do at it for a living right yeah you, but this, even yeah. So elements like, of that, yeah. I'm doing things that, yeah, you know, that stuff is distracting, but also, you know, uh, like you talk about how I'm down to earth and all of that. I've gone through, I've gone through the times where I'm shooting multiple TV things and I'm thinking, oh, maybe I am the man, maybe mm-hmm. I am going to be, you know, the sure. biggest and all of this. I go, and, I go through that yeah. often, bro. Yeah. Yes. Right. And yeah, you will, yeah. and it'll be an ongoing thing. And that's the thing is, as, as not just a Christian, but as human beings, we have to realize that our journey is never over. My dad's 73 and my dad mm. still goes, hey, I'm sorry, I messed up. Mm. I did the wrong thing. Come on, man. And and uh, he's come a long way from that because when I was a kid, I never remember my dad apologizing. But now yeah. that's because my dad's yeah. grown and he goes, oh, come wait, on. I have to acknowledge and I have to apologize mm. and I have to realize I'm doing the wrong thing. Come here. on, bro. And so that's the thing. Like, I think, you know, when you go through these traumas that are inevitable and they're going to happen and and it's, it, you, no matter how much you try and destroy, you can't, you can't lock yourself in your house and think you're going to be okay. You live in the world. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. So whenever it happens, how are you going to deal with it? And atheists and, and people who choose to completely turn God out, they live in the darkness and think, you know, they, they either distract themselves or they just, you know, they, they, I think the biggest thing is distracting yourself and all mm-hmm. the celebrities that I've seen and that I've met in real life mm-hmm. and like, like. Uh, one of my best buddies who we've done a lot of TV together and he's a great illusionist. He does big grand illusions and tours. Uh, he's all over mm-hmm. the world right now on a world tour. His best friend who was in his show was Jim Carrey's girlfriend who mm-hmm. killed herself. And she mm-hmm. bl- wrote in the message, she blamed Jim and Jim was the pallbearer and carried the 
coffin. Wow. And uh, it was this heavy thing. She was this little Irish girl. And uh, never you know, heard that. then we had a manager who's this girl who's just the sweetest girl. And, uh, you know, some people who are watching this, you know, will know who this girl is. So I'm not going to drop her name because out of respect for her. But she she ended up she was very sweet, beautiful girl. And she ended up uh, she would message us in group messages. She was with us on a lot of TV sets when we'd film these TV shows because I was in like a magic rock band. Mm -hmm. Like it was like a, <laughs> like a boy band of magicians. So I was in that for a while. We did some TV stuff when we did America's Got Talent, some other stuff in it. So not actual music. Like you just no, went we to were the, doing magic. Rock band. Okay. We were a rock band. <laughs> I was going to say that. Okay. I mean. So, so basically what happened was uh, this girl ended up, uh, she was best friends with the girl who killed herself because mm -hmm. of this philosophy that Jim Carrey was telling her about how life is meaningless and nothing mm -hmm. matters. And all of this. And he was saying, he was saying, it's freeing. It's freeing. Mm -mm. You know, none of this mm -mm. means anything. Bro, let's none of talk this, about this, dude. <laughs> none of this means anything. And it's this freeing thing to where we can do whatever the heck we yeah. want. And so what happened was, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the ripple effect was the girl, Jim Carrey's girlfriend, who was my one of my best buddies, mm -hmm. girl that he grew up being friends with, she killed herself. And then the girl who was our, she was managing our group for about two years and she kept started saying weird stuff in group chats mm -hmm. and we'd message each other and go, we need to go have an intervention. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody needs to go. She lived in LA mm -hmm. and we'd be, and go, we need to go to her place in uh, Hollywood and, and, and help her out. She killed herself. Mm -hmm. I mean, they both. And then, you know, and then, you know, some of my friends who I'm cause a lot of my friends in the industry are, are, are like that. They're, they're, they're either searching, they're either not searching anymore or they think the answer is a non-answer. Mm. So they're like, you know. Which is uh, such a crazy statement. The biggest is. statement that atheists say is like, Penn Jillette is somebody I really admire as a performer. But whenever it comes to the fundamentals, I and I admire the fact he does believe in proselytizing. He does believe if you think I'm jumping out of a plane without a parachute, tell me about it. Because mm. how much do you have to hate somebody to mm. not tell them you're right. going right, to right, end right, up right, in, right, a, in right. an eternal mm -hmm. hellfire? Yeah. I appreciate and respect mm. that. But he really, really believes. He'll go, does the year 1890 terrify you? And you go, what are you talking about, 1890? Well, you weren't around. No, I wasn't. Mm. Does, does that terrify you? No. He goes, you're indifferent, right? Same thing's going to happen after you die. You're doesn't matter. It doesn't scare me. He's like, mm -hmm. I've had losses in my life. I lost my mom, my sister at the wow. same time. I've had these things. So wow. there, but there's this deep, 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 deep. Well, there's a difference between, there's a big difference between numbing your mind from yeah. what, like, okay, hey, death is inevitable. At 99.999999%, there's only three people of our knowledge that have not died based yeah. off scripture, which was Jesus, Elijah, and Enoch. Those are the three right. people we see that didn't die. Forgot about that. Enoch that, and right? Elijah. Just, he says true, he yeah. walked with God and he was no more than Enoch. Yeah. And then Elijah got you know brought up into a chariot of fire, right? And so we have three people, but 99.999% is death is going to happen, right? Yeah. But yet for some reason, which I still laugh at this, um, th there are people trillionaires, billionaires, that they get everything they want, and then the one thing they still are seeking, eternal life. Yeah. Why are they trying to longevity their life? If you have everything you need, and if this place is the answer, why are you continuing to try to find eternal life? Well, we have it in yourself? us to constantly Come be on. seeking also. Come on. And there's this thing that we yeah. have in us to, yeah. to constantly seek. And, and that's, it's, it's a gift because God's bringing us back to him. And so Come on. we it's have all this. drawing to him. Right. And have so we it. have this ability. So what happens is, and what you find in all the stories, and it's a billion percent true, is all of these 
famous or rich people that say, you know, like Jim Carrey. I do like this quote from mm. Jim Carrey. I don't know why I keep bringing up Jim Carrey, but <laughs> this this quote that he says that I wish everybody could become rich and famous so they could find it. I was hoping to answer. Yeah. Yeah. Because that again. Sorry, I wish that everybody could become rich and famous so they could find out that it's not the answer. My mm. big struggle, and you know, like the almost famous tattoo and this kind mm -hmm. of thing, is I've always struggled with as a man. I've always been like, okay, if I'm going to do magic tricks for a living, I better do it in the biggest way and look the coolest I can be with it and yeah. do it in this way that just looks so rad that everybody's like, this guy. This like, guy. Yeah, so <laughs> I always felt like that. So uh, as a man, we automatically have a need to be seen. I've always mm -hmm. been friends with pastors for some reason. Uh, uh, they've always, I've always connected with them, I think, because I speak in public and they do, and we're, you know, we believe in God and, 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 and are Christ followers. But uh, a, a, a similarity to a lot of pastors that I know is that they always felt like they wanted to preach and and share the word of God, but they also have a need to be seen. We have mm -hmm. this need to be seen, and so um, you know. And I think Joshua Broom said that on the podcast I listened to, which was mm -hmm. really good. Mm -hmm. And he said he wanted to be famous. That was one of the things mm -hmm. he said. You know, if you didn't hear that podcast, it was about this amazing dude who went through when it was in the porn industry, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and then came out of it. And now he's got kids and he's a pastor, and just this amazing dude because he he figured out the truth, mm. which is, you know, like I always was like, I just got to get on TV. And now, I mean, my, my 10 year old said he was looking at all my stuff and he's like, I think you've been on national TV almost 50 times was the thing. And mm. it doesn't, it doesn't do any, it doesn't I thought the itch. I thought Dude, I used to think if I could do so it, if crazy. I could be on TV, I used to watch this show called world's greatest magic on NBC. And I thought if I could be on that show one time, well, that show morphed into a show called Masters of Illusion. I've been on it 20 times. We got 10 more episodes That's coming it, out in January. On it every Monday. Yeah, I'm on it all the time. <laughs> and it just changed into this new show. Mm, you know, so I already dear. did that. And I used to think if I could go on America's Got Talent, if I could do this. We actually found out, figured out that I'm the most, I always call myself the biggest loser of reality TV shows because what? I've I've been on five reality-based TV shows where you're judged, mm, mm, where there's judges. Okay. I've been on a show called Fool Us. A show called Wizard Wars with Penn and Teller. Mm -hmm. America's Got Talent. I did a show called Fake Off on True TV. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I did five episodes or six episodes of that show. And so all of these shows were, and I've I didn't win any of them. I got either second place or <laughs> like I didn't win them. And so I always say I'm the biggest loser of reality TV shows. <laughs> but we do. I do think I'm one of the only magicians around to have done that many reality TV yeah. shows. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, any of these things, or I've won awards and like, you know, I won entertainer of the year and, you know, magician of the year, mentalist of the year, you win all these awards. Mm -hmm. And I far surpassed whatever I, I thought. I, I thought mm -hmm. if I could get on TV a few times, if I could do magic for people on a mm -hmm. regular basis, performing on big stages and look like a rock or star. private events that you never thought you'd be like, Going and performing heading, for celebrities yeah. like Jennifer Lopez or Brad yeah. Pitt or, or, yeah. or Johnny Depp and these people yeah. who you hang out with and you get to, you know, and I used to watch Jackass and now I'm friends with Steve-O, you yeah. know, and these kinds of things. And you think... You know, if ever I could tap into that, I've way gone further than I ever thought. Mm -hmm. And it's not only is it not the answer, but it will, it could almost bring you down worse because Why? you go, because mm -hmm. you go, I'm still, you still say I'm not a super famous, mm -hmm. which is not a tangible thing because you're only famous to the person that saw you. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was getting on a shuttle an enterprise shuttle the other day and somebody asked for my photo and the driver goes, I'll take it. Should I know who this guy is? And she goes, he does magic. And I go, Oh, he, she really does know me. And the driver didn't know me. So he doesn't yeah. care. So yeah. I'm saying it's all relative to where it's like, if you like a television show, you know, uh, yeah. like breaking bad, yeah. you like, you're a fan of Brian Cranston, but if that person doesn't watch breaking bad, they mm. don't care who that right. guy is. Right, 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 right. So fame is all, it's not something you can even weigh no because measure. fame yeah. 
you guys have this podcast and this platform. So to your listeners, you're famous, mm. but there's no measure. There's no measuring it. It makes no sense mm. to try and shoot for stuff like this. It makes no sense. And then whenever you do mm. become that ultimate thing, the, those people will tell you they have no fulfillment in it. They will mm. all tell you, or they're majorly distracted mm. by it. They're majorly distracted. Do you think that, so I want to ask you in, in um, yeah, I have, I have a question for you. So, so the question I have for you is because you said you said it might be even worse when you achieve all these things and uh, and you you can actually drive yourself deeper. So, do you think the reason why is because you like boost this version of yourself that like fails you at the end anyway? Like you, yeah. I, I think for me, I've always struggled with, and I find that you find that everybody does. So any any everybody struggles with insecurities and the insecurities. Uh, everybody Amen. struggles with them. And Amen. I'm talking, you You talk about, you go, oh, I'm such a fan of, you know, LeBron James or yep. whoever, these basketball players or, or sport people or mm. actors or musicians. And every, I've met some of the most famous people that I'm like, this person's so, like, they're dealing with such insecurities and, you, and they need the validation. Even oh, in the yeah. World, like, can you almost the same, feel this, like... The same, yeah. You can feel energies with people is such a huge part of what I do when I'm trying to read people and trying mm. to, you know, go off of their body language and how yeah. they're reacting. And if you nod right away or if you're crossing your arms or folding your legs and all of these different things. So you can tell immediately, you know, there's certain yeah. A-list celebrities that I've met, whether it's on a set of a TV show or at a party or a, event, where you can feel... The not just the insecurities, but the need for validation, even mm. where they're already at, uh, mm. and you're like, that's the top of the heap, and yet they're in this. They have this drastic insecurity that has this wow. major need for for validation, and that's why you find so many people, including some of the, you know, some of the biggest. The first time I met, uh, the first time I met, saw. Should I? Can I drop the names? Or sure. I, yeah. The first time I, <laughs> I I met Johnny Depp was was you know, like the drug stuff is like the most uh, casual, no big deal. To, to some of these guys because it's so it's just something in that world that you just do and it's not a big deal and mm -hmm. it's it's you know everybody is trying to numb yourself and distract yourself mm -hmm. and it's, Bro, it's such it's, an it's, extremely it's, normal thing and so yeah the more you go the, first of all, the more nobody's going to tell you no when you're at that level. So how about how about you do this? Tell us, bro, because some people have, you know, one thing that I love about this podcast is that um, it speaks to a lot of people that are younger than us. Mm. So, so some of the, like the girls that we're going to grab lunch with yeah. today and they're going to be on the podcast today, they are in their early 20s. And, and these are people who are still, like us, yeah. uh, learning what is actually a worthy pursuit in life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, like, no, what's, like I what's, said, nothing what's, what's is truer. At the end? Yeah. Nothing is truer than the lie you tell yourself. So right. these people are, you know, you're believing, oh, social media clout means something mm. because this right. is what the world is telling right, you it right. means. So you have a lot of, and we all believe it. I mean, even really good Christian pastors and people, yep. they'll go, oh, he has a lot of following or yep. they have a lot right. of this or that. Yep. And it's, it's yep. because we're all still struggling and it's a journey and we're all still mm -hmm. working on ourselves and trying to figure it out. And so mm -hmm. the Come fact, on. the fact is, 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 uh, you know, this is the, this kind of if you don't I'm still on the journey with it yeah. so to try and get a direct answer out of me is going to be tough because I'm still trying to figure it out right. but ultimately I think that uh I'm I'm finding that just every time you try and quench that thirst only God will will fill it because that's how we're built mm -hmm. and we're we're built that mm -hmm. way we are so naturally good. we were designed so that good. way so, so what's happening is I I go oh maybe that car or maybe that 
item or that clothing thing or this TV appearance. And every time I achieve a thing that I want, which you will achieve it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the law of attraction isn't, if I think about it all the time, the law of attraction is an inevitability that if you only focus on that thing, you will become that thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to me. Everything I ever wanted as a performer and as an entity, be I became that. And mm-hmm. and as long as I keep moving in that direction, I'll keep, as long as you don't quit. One surefire thing is mm-hmm. if you quit, you won't succeed. But if you don't ever quit, the inevitability is you will succeed on some level and with and it. And, and you can say the same thing about Christ, right? Like mm-hmm. if you focus on Jesus and you and and you and everything in your life is centered on that pursuit of of, of having him, of receiving what he mm-hmm. has for you. Right. Um it's it's inevitable. I mean, the Bible says mm-hmm. those who seek will find. Those and who knock on the door yeah, will, will. I, I picture I picture the. Um, uh, I, I don't know if you and I were talking about this, but it's the hey, if if you show up at a meeting, a business meeting, it's like all right, hey, how many red cars did you see? Like, I don't know. I may have saw a few. We were talking right? about this. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like, well, okay, if if I tell you for every red car, I'll pay you fifty thousand dollars that you see. Then you'll see all. You will see every cars. single red car that ever shows up. Yeah. Why? Because you have placed value on the thing that you're seeking, yeah. right? And you have placed that I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's a very strong for truth, it, right? Yeah. And so sometimes if we are looking for death or darkness or the world's corruption oh, and yeah. the weakness and all of this I stuff, have a question. we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep seeing it. But if like your dad, yeah. like your friend, like like where you can say, okay, though I'm walking in darkness, right? I see the light. Right. Though I'm going through this, though I'm in Hollywood and the freaking Hollywood scenes, another world, I'm going to choose as Joel to live differently. And I'm yeah. going to choose with a different as mindset. As long as you're yeah. always seeking, man. The problem yeah. is people get so distracted so quickly and mm. so easily, and everybody's living in this distracted world because mm. there's so many distractions around mm. us. And now we live in the age of information where everything is readily available at our fingertips, mm. and you can look at a satellite at the top of your own head on your phone. <laughs> so it's like... I see my house. Oh, right. my roof. Right. Like <laughs> so like you have this ability to where everything is so easily... We're more distracted than ever. Yeah. And the fact is, is you, you, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your loved ones. You owe it mm. to... Uh, you know, to we were the the fact that we exist is an anomaly. The fact that we exist is a miracle. Yeah, and everything that everything scientifically and and biology, you know, the biology of it all, and uh, it's all such a, an absolute miracle that mm-hmm. we exist. So we owe it to the fact that our existence is even a th- it, it is even that we're even here. Mm-hmm. You know, we owe it to ourselves to figure out just a, just try and seek any kind of. That's all I I ever you know ask of anybody is try and just Just be a truth seeker yeah be a truth like Mm. try and find where you know uh where the truths are because you will find them and god there it's inevitable there is this you know we were built in this way to where god will find you when you seek him one thousand percent if you continuously say no 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 which is what everybody uh, not everybody but a lot of the people who are atheists and agnostics and these people who are like you know just so you know, I always say that atheists are just arrogant agnostics because to say with absolute certainty there is no gold buried in China is absurd. Like, have you ever dug in every hole in in China? You couldn't know that. But no, atheist goes, there is no yeah. God. Right. Yeah. And to be like, wait a minute. By definition, an atheist is there is no God. So if you if you thought, a belief. <laughs> if you thought the atheist, and again, like this is not to to mm-hmm. dig on people, but like I I always love talking about the validity of Christ because. I like to think of, of myself, and not in a prideful way. I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm blessed with my thinking. I think God has given me a, an ability to like think and, and be a smart guy, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I just I praise Him for that. And and 
a lot of my search for God has not just been, oh, there's pie in the sky. Cool. Let's go get it. <laughs> it there are a lot of signs that I, I observe in the, uh, there in the world. There are people that, that live in yeah. that. Yeah. A yeah, lot yeah. of people. And it's like, and, 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 and I, uh, you know, how that gets weighed in the eternal way, yeah. like, uh, you know, scale of heaven. I mean, I don't know. But for me, like, uh, I can list a few reasons why I believe in God, right? So talking to you and knowing that no matter how much you achieve in life, mm -hmm. you're still going to be lacking something and you're going to be hungry for something more eternal than and like what you can achieve. And like insecurity is still like scratching it. None of it goes away. Because yeah. I've experienced it. You know, mm -hmm. when we've earned money 100%. that we've never earned before, like, like I've experienced that. So, in fact, that sometimes, and this validates the Bible, that the more you have, actually, the less peace you have. Mm. That, oh, yeah. is, that is a sign I had that more peace true. as a teenager lost and trying to figure things out and not having any career than mm -hmm. I do right. now, uh, or than I did as I got older yeah. because of that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so that's one, right? The other one, and I, and I really, I love what you were talking, when you were talking about, um, I mean, I don't love it, but um, like when you were discussing how like Jim was like sharing all this, like me, like of this lack of meaning with a, this a girl that he dated mm -hmm. and then she took her life and then like another came after that. That resonates really deeply with me because my dad's agnostic mm -hmm. and I grew up receiving a lot of that information. And my dad has a particularity, bro, that no matter who he hangs with, hope begins to dissipate. It's like like people begin to die inside by the stuff he shares. And so it's like a plant, you know what I mean? Like you see a plant and uh, you know, there are things that are really bad for it. Like if they're like getting scorched by the sun or if they are getting not enough water and they begin to look dead and like, just like not well. And then you see another plant that is like thriving and like living. Right. And, I, and that's one thing that I like the way in which I see, like sometimes the philosophies people live by, they get fed by how the human soul mm. actually prospers, like to see mm. it like, like in real life. Right. So like you see, uh, somebody receiving all that hopelessness, like, bro, there are like uh, philosophy, which I think that's so funny, like, like philosophy class, you're really just teaching one philosophy, like you're not really like, you know, oh, it's yeah. like very biased philosophy, yeah. right? But like, it's there are some colleges in philosophy class where you actually have to sign a waiver that if you take that, this might get so depressing. That if you take your life, like, oh, yeah, it's not our, it's yeah, not yeah, our yeah. fault, you yeah. know? And it's like... My wife has got a degree in psychology. She's when... Mm -hmm. she, oh, uh, there she, you go. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. the, the fact is, is is your your dad, and no disrespect because I, I, at least agnostic, as an agnostic, at least you're open to dialogue, right? You're open to conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like agnostic. Yeah. I, 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 I disagree. I think I, 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 it depends. It's a, it's a personal thing. So it, it depends yeah. on the person because yeah. I do know atheists that are open to talk to you about it. But the thing is, is uh, there are very convincing ways to go in many different directions. And again, it all it for me it always comes back to what I do because I design what I do to make it look as convincing as possible even though I'm telling mm -hmm. you it's not real. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make you by the end if you see my show, by the end of it, there are people who come up to me. I do a séance looking ghost thing and in the beginning I say none of this is real. <laughs> I say it. And then at the end people come up to me and go, you know, you uh, Elvis Presley was was my my grandfather's favorite artist who came through and that was my grandfather who was Bill who we were talking about who you you know, I never thought I would contact him. I go, you heard everything I said in the beginning, right? But nothing is truer than the lie you tell yourself. Mm. And the fact is, is, you can be so convincing in anything. And if somebody who is an agnostic or an atheist sounds very convincing about mm. their non-belief, mm. um, you know, yeah, they're living in a, you know, we are, we have incredible brains and cycle, you know, the way that we think, uh, we have this ability to be able to rationalize it's god given it's mm. designed we're designed to be seekers mm -hmm. and so the, and to find uh, you know the truths it always comes back to certain elements and i love watching debates with people like 
like how Chris Hitchens would debate with, uh, you know, uh, God, the, the, some of these debates are where it's like a, a Christian who was a scientist, mm -hmm. and that's how they became a Christian. Right. But at first, they were trying right. to disprove. Yes. And then you because know, of the disproving, and they because, actually proved the Yeah, Lord. because yeah. what happens is any atheist yeah. who does do that and still considers himself to be a scientist, like uh, Richard Dawkins is the most hateful man I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. he, he goes, oh, you need to hate and persecute Christians. You need to make fun of them. Mm -hmm. because, because he has to go by a f something that other people have told him, which is, do you— you know, you have this need to be religious about your atheism. Do you try and write books about why unicorns don't exist? Do you try and mm. write books about why Hogwarts and Harry Potter world isn't a real place? It's not a real place? No. Sorry. <laughs> Santa's not real. What do you have the tattoo? <laughs> yeah. But, but you, have, you don't have the need to have devout you know, conversations and debate people about the validity of a unicorn. So mm. why do you feel the need to have... It's because... It's war. Mm -hmm. Bro, it's war, bro. You, you. The, once you come to certain places scientifically about, okay, well, maybe the Big Bang did happen, but there's so much evidence that it was spoken into. There, it had. There to, was a Big Bang. There was a bang <laughs> there that was a there it went Big pop bangs. and it happened <laughs> and it came into if existence. If we're not careful in Taiwan, we might have another Big Bang. But yeah, so yeah. like you know, we yeah. we 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 uh, you know, there there comes to these points where these people have to say, mm. uh, well, I'm not going to go down that road any further. You have to do that. You have to seek to an extent and then close yourself off to it. Because Bro. once the truths start to reveal themselves, that's where the people that are just as intellectual as mm -hmm. you, Richard Dawkins, or just as mm -hmm. intellectual as you, Chris, Christopher Hitchens, just as intelligent, just as much trying to seek truth, just as much trying to ascertain mm -hmm. the realities of the world. There's people that are just uh, that are just like you in all those ways, but they weren't as arrogant to where at the end they go, wait a minute, you know, we, you will not see miracles around you Unless you even a little bit, bro. I've been through times in my life where I've been I've mm. been completely cut off from I I feel him pulling at me, but I'm too distracted. I'm trying to be on TV, I'm trying to do mm. these things, I'm trying to look cool, I'm trying to be on stage, I'm trying to create this, I'm trying to create that. And I'm surrounded by everybody around me who isn't encouraging me to be seeking God. But the fact is, is these people have to be incredible. You have to be arrogant about it. you have to go, I just it's just that's stupid to me, and it's like you have to say these things that are mean and and mm. and and putting down and persecuting, like it, mm. like Richard Dawkins will say. You know, you need to make fun of Christians. He'll say mm. you need to make fun of them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and and it, it it blows my mind because these same intellectuals who have tried to seek what's uh, Lee Strobel. You know mm -hmm. Lee Strobel? Have you heard of Lee that Strobel? That sounds familiar. Lee yeah. Strobel uh, was one of the... He was a... Is he a, the astrophysicist? Or? He was a journalist who oh. tried to write a book mm. uh, originally about God not being there. And in doing all the research, he found God. Mm. And he was like, what? And his wife was like, what are you doing? But, but you, like, know what I, you know what I think the difference is, Joel? And, and this is like... I, this is something I tell Joey all the time. I love to be wrong. Mm. Yeah. I love to be wrong because... Any every God has gotten me to where I am by proving me to be wrong in many instances of my life. And I think part of the problem is that people pretend to seek but are not willing to be wrong when they're found mm -hmm. out about mm -hmm. something, right? So for example, I was it's having good. a conversation with my dad. It's good. And uh, he was he's talking to me about like just, you know, the government today and life. And he's like, you know, the problem is that people don't have authority anymore. I mean, they just don't follow authority anymore. You know, I told you he's agnostic, right? So they don't follow authority anymore. Like there's nobody, nobody, nobody is under authority. And I'm like, so I was like, okay, dad, I think that's a great point. <laughs> that's a great point. I asked him, who's your authority? Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I just, no, no, no. Don't escape the question. 
who's your authority? What have you made to be your authority, right? What I think is that his authority is uh, a list of, of reasonings and beliefs that kind of sort of determine his life. But really, they're very contradictory in a lot of different instances of his life, right? Because he'll tell me that he really, really loves me. And then I tell him, um, how do you define wh- what is that? What is that? Mm-hmm. What chemical reaction are you talking about? Is that really meaningful? Um, do you just, are you just like, why are you married? Marriage shouldn't mm-hmm. be a thing if you don't believe in God. Like, right. why, why is it yeah. a thing? Why not just yeah. say, I really love this person, mm-hmm. I think. And so I'm going to mm-hmm. be with this person. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so like, so then in instances like that, I'll tell him, well, that we just, and so this is what I'll do at the end, right? So we just reasoned together that um, that people need authority and you don't have any. Right. Do you, do you agree? Well, da, 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 you know what I mean? And so it's like, so I feel like one of the primary like uh, characteristics of somebody who is an intellectual who does not believe in God is that they have to continually avoid some of the heart oppositions that they that's the biggest that's the biggest thing everybody who does not anybody who does not uh believe in god ultimately and are constantly distracting themselves especially the people who are actually actively seeking and writing things like books Mm -hmm. about how god doesn't exist the Mm -hmm. god delusion the god who wasn't there Mm -hmm. and these things that i've read and 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 i find that they have to come to a point of that because what they're doing is ultimately where are you getting your foundation you're Mm -hmm. you're pulling it out of your butt Mm -hmm. You are. I mean, yeah. you're taking a pieces of what other people are saying. Oh, that sounds like it aligns with something I've been thinking lately. Mm-hmm. And you're piecing it all together right. in this weird thing that you've constructed. And what happens is, you know, uh, God being who He is, and He's been been consistent since the beginning mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. since forever. He's always been consistent <laughs> to where it always, you know, I'm not getting. There, there are times where a, a church can deconstruct a scripture verse and can, uh, you know, say it in a different way than another sermon. You know what I mean? Two mm-hmm. pastors can say it right, two right, different right, ways. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, that ultimately maybe they're trying to go for the same thing. There are things like that, mm-hmm. but the most important thing, the John 3.16s, the mm-hmm. things that are the most important things that make yeah. us who we are, mm-hmm. that make it to where somebody like, you know, like me, who's a broken, mm-hmm. messed up person who's done mm-hmm. everything bad in my life, or like, an, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, it, can make it to where somebody like, um, like uh, the guy who was the son of Sam killer, who mm-hmm. was a very famous killer in the seventies, mm-hmm. who killed all these women, and now mm-hmm. he's this intensely amazing Christian guy mm-hmm. who ministers and brings people to God in prison. And this is the son of Sam. His name is David right. Berkowitz. Wow. I go, if that guy, that guy, you know how I said I saw you guys were Christians when I met you and mm-hmm. I could see it rating off you? You see that in this guy. You see wow. God living in him. Wow. And this guy has murdered people. I mean, and he says, you know, it was satanic. It was, what? For fun. It was for, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. David Berkowitz yeah. was the son of Sam killer. And now this guy is, I'm like, I told my wife, I said, that guy, I'd let that guy stay in my home. She goes, what? <laughs> Crazy. I go because God is in that man. Bro, because you know because there's I'd a let chance, that guy stay oh, in my house. Because wow. there's a chance that what caused that man mm. to do what he did is that he didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. And that he was being pushed and was being motivated by intentions of a different yeah. entity, a different yeah. thing. They call him son of Sam because he wrote all this, you know, chicken scratch that looked like demonic, right? It was mm. demonic stuff. It mm-hmm. was being, you At know. The time. But if, if God can take people like that, you know, he could take the worst type of situation where you're murdering people. Bro, if they can take, if if God can take you and I and us three in this bro, room. Bro, what? You need to tell your dad that dude, kind of stuff. Dude. Yeah. Is that guy faking it? Dude. He's been faking it for all these years. Yeah. Go <laughs> yeah. do some research well, on this my, man. My dad studied yeah. psychology and so he would come up with some sort of psychological, because that's the other thing about faith that, that we have to uh, mention is that 
there's always going to be a way for a faithless person to refute God doing something amazing, mm-hmm. right? There's always going to... Like my son was healed from open mm-hmm. spinal bifida in mm-hmm. the womb. Wow. And, and I could, in a scientific way, determine mm-hmm. how it is that yep. he got healed or he there was a mistake. Dude, or, ma- mass hypnosis is people... Mm-hmm. You know, you everybody worshiping mm. and feeling the, you know, and everybody, you could say that's mass hypnosis. Mm. I know a mentalist in England, really famous, named Darren Brown, who did this whole thing. I think it was called, uh, it was about, uh, I don't remember the name. It was about a, a guy who was just an actor who he turned into a prosperity preacher mm. and on a, for television purposes, made it to where this guy looked like he was his pastor and, and bringing people to God and all of this. And it, apparently in the, in the version of the show he was doing, he was trying to disprove mm pastors yeah. faith healing all of yeah. these things yep. and in doing that i go well here's the irony and the funny thing about that kind of concept is you can explain certain aspects of this scientifically just yep. like you're saying yep. the things that you cannot explain are if you open your eyes just a little bit to the possibility that do i did i do i see god radiating out of a guy like david berkowitz the son of sam mm-hmm. killer when i first met you guys and i didn't know a thing about you and i go god is there's a those guys are christian dudes mm-hmm. and you meet people and you see god in people it's because you open your eye a little bit to the idea, what do they have? And people say it. Your dad mm. will say it. He'll go, hey, you know, you're, I'm, I bet you anything he looks at you and goes, you're a happy guy. Like, you're a good, mm. you know, you're a positive I'm, guy. My dad is my Nazareth. You mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. he doesn't. But my mom, my mom got saved because she saw... What, His what are your parents still together? No, no, they got divorced no. when I was five. Okay. Yeah. Um, but dude, bro, let, dude I have, can I share one thing? Yes. I, yeah. so, so one thing that I continue as, as you were sharing, like... The moments I was unwilling to change was because my own pride. I was right. unwilling to be wrong, which you were talking about. And one of the, it's the most simple statement that began to shift me. And it is that there are absolute truths and we have to be willing to seek them. And the reality is that those absolute truths can be as simple as two plus two equals four. But if my pride continues to say, no, 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 two plus two always equals nine. Well, I'm actually wrong. Right. But I can continue to That's write it, yeah. on that test. Yeah, two you're plus right. Two equals nine. That's what it is. And guess what? I'll in my own pride, I'm gonna keep getting the answer yeah. wrong. It's it's and, the it's the pride and, thing, man. And, and it always boils back to just the pride. Just like when I'm yeah. doing magic for him and I'm doing mm-hmm. magic for you and I'm doing magic for him, he's open to the idea mm-hmm. of it. If I'm talking to you and you're completely shut down to right. the idea Be of like, who God is. Be like this is all fake. This yeah, is your the just idea of who God is. And you're yeah. not even a little bit willing to open yep. your vision even that yep. much to where you're like, maybe there's something here a bit. You'll always be shut down and you'll believe the yeah. lie that you tell yourself and yeah. you'll believe these things because you're not open to it and if if you can't see god in the god moments which are there mm-hmm. if you can't see god there that's because you're limiting yourself to it you're not mm-hmm. allowing yourself dude i have tried so hard i have tried to worship myself i have tried to mm-hmm. i have tried so i so, still uh, sometimes struggle with it and then god pulls me back in so bro so why bro, right because i'm was, in the yeah, entertainment yeah, industry and it's a world yeah. of worshiping yourself yeah. no, i'm saying why come back like mm. so, so I'm because asking, I'm, I because it's truth mm. because you can't deny what's been put in you mm. because your design God made us in His image. <gasps> I don't care, you know. That's I love. I, How I, profitable mm. has it been to worship yourself? <laughs> there's no, there's no, like, no yeah. fulfillment in it. Yeah, like, come on. Like tell, but like, but, but sex is designed. Men are sexual. We're to be with our wives. We're designed. That's a gift to be two people. Whenever mm. you try and put it into, I love having casual sex. I love, you know. Uh, 
uh, looking at this, these images of these women, because God designed us to have this ability to be able to do these things with our, our our wife as a gift and as this amazing thing that connects you to physically in the in the in the mm-hmm. uh, way that you feel emotionally to be Come able on. to a- act it out physically. Any of these things that you try and find the fulfillment in it, mm. it it will leave you destitute. It will mm. leave you without any of it. Mm. I've been to the darkest places, bro. I have been to the places of, I have looked up. You know when you Google how to kill yourself. Have you? Good, I hope you haven't mm. done that. But mm. when you Google how to kill yourself, it says help is available. Mm. It tells you, uh, you know, and and then and then it, you know, first it says help is available. And all. I've looked up. I've tried to. There's been many times where I'm like, if there's no point, mm. then why? What does it matter? Consciousness doesn't matter if if you're if it, that that's the darkest places I've mm. gone to. That like, being conscious doesn't matter, and we're worthless. If but here's the thing. It, it, we're not, you know, none of us are in it by ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. we're all, everybody's going through this. And even mm-hmm. the people, the thing I love the most is people look at me and think, oh, Joel's got to figure it out. He's in the mm-hmm. entertainment industry and look at how flashy right. he is. And he's got a pretty right. family and he's got dresses yeah, nice. you got a pretty family. <laughs> Thank you. So <laughs> yeah. do you guys. But, you know, but that's how people will look at you. Right. People will look and they'll go, oh, Alejo and Joey have it figured out. And yeah. they're, they're such good guys and they're happy and look at their pretty family and look at how they dress. And they'll think these things. And so we think that we're the ones that are going through this stuff. Mm. We all go through the same things at mm. different points and in different ways. And for some mm. people, it's heavier and more deep. Mm. For me, it was easier to go through because I go to these Holly, I've been to these Hollywood parties with these famous people that I go, I admire that person and they do it. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't I do it if. Johnny Depp is doing it, you know mm. that kind of thing. Like, why? And then, and then you see a trial like Johnny Depp's, and you see realize how broken go, somebody's dude. life. Yeah, and you're like, well, that's the profit of all that. Like, bro. And, and this is the thing that, and this is like, this is another reason why I believe God is real, right? Like, I have seen time and time again, you know, and this is the the premise of like the our our podcast is actually the verse that we that mm. we go off of is Psalm number one, which talks about you know. Um, like the trees that bear fruit in all seasons because mm-hmm. they're planted by the river bend. And like those who are actually away from God's commands, away from God's instruction, they, they are destroyed. They, they, mm, they, they you know, they, they perish. Right. And one of the, one of the ways in which like I observe God to be so real is when I see his word play out in front of me. Right. So I'll see somebody pursue money, pursue fame, pursue uh, all those different things. And then um, their lives fall apart. Their families begin to fall apart. Like all these, like, you know, it's like, it's like rising, but it's like a plane that is being destroyed as it's like getting closer to the sun. Right. And then you see somebody who is uh, maybe in a, in a diff, like um, that is, that has less of the world, so to speak. Right. But then the things that are uh, uh, rich in life, are actually preserved, you know, and yeah, you, and you observe both, and you're like, what, what, and, and it really becomes a matter of that. What do people actually want? That's what I meant by the deeper, the more I've gotten what I wanted, the worse it actually gets, because that's why what is the way to the sin is way to the of sin is death. Mm-hmm. I think that that means in all ways, because what happens is the more mm, come on, that dude. you're getting what you want, and the more that you're what you thought you wanted, Keep what you talking, thought would fulfill the you. You should more. be the, the, the mag, uh, preaching magician, dog, yeah. Yeah. dropping some truth. I don't know what because at what point comes, that yeah. yeah, death comes in more than just one way. Yeah. You're absolutely right about that. Like, and people don't see that. Like, that's one thing, for example, that you can only see. That's how I know, for example, your spiritual eyes are open, right? That's right. another way, like, you know, another um, sign of God being real. Oh, that person has something that, w- that I could let them stay in my house. Yeah, people don't, it's, you have to ignore that. Yes. If, if, for you to live in your darkness and your, uh, uh, 
I'm not gonna say blissful unawareness because it's not blissful, but it's for not. you to be in your unawareness and your uh, inability to be able to even open those doors and to live in your distractions, you have to be able to uh, ignore those things. So when you meet people and you go, there's something about that guy, and then you go, huh, interesting. Yeah, and just keep walking. And just keep walking. Yeah. Whenever yeah. you see a miraculous moment happen in your life, which they are there, are these miracles are here. You know, we didn't. This table is not here. My mom used to always say, "There's a reality that's more real than this," and what she meant mm -hmm. is like physics says that if, if you moved your hand at the right vibration, it would go through this table, right? We're all just what? What are we? Matter. Energy, mm -hmm. matter, yeah. right? We're, we're, vibration. We're yeah. not really here. But we're <laughs> sitting here going, yeah. you know, <laughs> we're like, we need to see what's right in front of us. And it's like the reality of what is right in front of you is it's, you know, have you got, you guys have seen somebody pass away, right? Take mm -hmm. a last breath, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You, we've, we've seen it. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, we go, oh, it's that simple. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, oh. It's like that simple. It's like yeah. falling asleep. Yeah. But we make this big elaborate thing out of it. Like it's a big mm. deal. It, the fact is, is it's so natural and so simple and so easy. And it's so part of our existence that that we make it a bigger thing. And really, it's just a breath. It's just a breath. It's just another side of a veil that we don't see. And on that other side of the mm. veil, that's just right here. It's just right here. Mm. And, you know, heaven might be really on this. You know, we're like, it's up there in the clouds. It might be right here mm. in a veil. Mm. And then we just don't know how to move that curtain that's on the other yeah, side of these cameras. I'm gonna start kicking stuff, dog. We don't know <laughs> Dude, how to. We don't know how to move this. I got something. <laughs> there's a curtain. There's a curtain on the other side of this. Come these on, cameras. Bro. And if if we can see it, but if that curtain was the veil, and yep. if we could just put our hand out and feel it and move it, and that's where everybody is, and that's where everything is. Mm -hmm. And whenever you get there, you realize, oh, this was the reality. Mm -hmm. And by the way, like these realizations. We've had many times, like I've had many times in life where I have these realizations, like first, like what when I realized what I didn't know that I didn't know. Does oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, which is such a funny Whoa, statement. Hold yeah, on a minute, like, right? I didn't know that I didn't. You're like, oh, I did yeah. not know that. Just open your. If people yeah. just are willing to this much, open yourself up to the idea that maybe you don't know it all, mm -hmm. and maybe that there is something out there that's more and big, mm -hmm. greater and bigger than mm -hmm. yourself, and what's in your tunnel that you see. Maybe, you see maybe saying? there's a truth that you haven't come. You haven't opened your eyes to the realization that there's truth. That there actually is an answer. Well, and have yeah. conversations. It's person. not. It's not your job. It's Come not on. Pastor Come Joey's on. job. It's Come not on. these people's Come job on. to to pull you through the door yep. and go. Ah, there you are. It's yep. our, your job to open it even that much and say, you know, let me just share with you what I've experienced because the darkness that you feel, bro. I've I've been there so mm -hmm. much. I've been suicidal so many times where I'm like, okay, well, why not just end it all? Like, what does it matter? It does. If it doesn't matter, then it doesn't matter. Then what mm -hmm. are you doing? Like, mm -hmm. either search for the truth and try and find it because it is there. Either search for it and try and mm. see maybe what is it that this person or these couple of people that I've seen, mm. generally it just takes one person. Like you guys don't realize the ripple effect of what you, you know, you guys go, oh, thanks for coming, you know, mm. and we really appreciate it. And you say all these sweet things and thanks for blessing us with bringing us coffee and yeah. stuff. But you guys don't understand the level of mm. impact you have on me mm. because I'm surrounded in the entertainment industry mm. by people that are pulling me in every other mm. direction to where now, you know, uh, you know, I've always struggled with having a potty mouth. You know, and mm. it's like now my ten year old is saying a cuss word every once in a while, and I'm like, oh, dude. Where like, did you learn that? Well, from? and I try and say that, I try and say, and he goes, well, Dad, I've heard you say that, and mm. I go, that's true. I yeah. mean, you know, so how am I yeah. going to lead by example? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, you know, so you know, I really mm. appreciate you guys and your 
you don't realize the ripple effect of what it has. Mm -hmm. And maybe things that you guys say, what it says to me that I say to somebody else mm -hmm. who's going through stuff. I have friends who are uh, deep in Scientology, and so they're open to spirituality, but they're talking about, you know, any atheist. Here's something I, that atheists say all the time that cracks me up that is, I'm an, you're an atheist too, uh, Alejo. You're an atheist to, there's, what, 5,000 gods that have, people say have existed? Mm. You're an atheist to all those other gods except Ooh, for your god. Yeah, I 100% am. Right. Ooh. But they say, so I'm just an atheist to one more god, Ooh. your god. So I'm like, oh, good. You know what that does to me? That makes me just have to talk to you about hard facts yeah. about who Jesus was and the validity yeah. of this man who mm -hmm. supposedly lived. Mm. The facts that are out there that show that not only did he live, that he died. Well, that's and if he died, again. he came back to life, and there's evidence of that? Well, that's, there's that hard is, facts. If you seek it, you'll find it, bro. Come that's on. what I was going to say hardcore. about agnosticism, bro, is that agnosticism to me is another word for being a coward. Yeah, mm. I, I, it Be is because yeah. because what it is, and I tell again, I tell Joey all the time, like, I will, I'm not going to live this life, bro, and have in front of me the responsibility of betting all of my of my money, all of my treasure, all of my life, all of my breath on something, and then live my entire life going, no, eh, nothing's worth it, like, like that lets me know, like if you have that to me is passivity. That to me is passivity. No, passivity. Passivity. Okay. Like okay. Being passive. passive. Okay. okay. That to me is lack of having courage mm. to like actually um, live. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you need to. You, you owe it to yourself. If I'm wrong, I lose nothing. If you're wrong, you lose everything. Yes. And the fact is, is you have to be. You you have to. Just give yourself the ability to even say that, you know, mm. if if I'm wrong, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to be screwed if I'm wrong. Mm. And if there really is a hell and there really is this God who's pulling me for years while I'm here on earth, mm. pulling me to his direction, giving me every opportunity, and then I still turn away, you know, and I had every opportunity in front of me. You know, we, we, mm. we have to just be able to say maybe, you know, maybe... Maybe I need to, you know, all the distractions are, that's all they are. They're just distractions mm. and money and fame or notoriety or <sighs> can ability to. Get, can yeah. I, I feel like the Lord just gave me an image <laughs> that I've never thought of before. Um, so it's, it has to be the Lord. Um, there's, there's an image. So I have a friend, one of my best friends is actually colorblind. Right. And so certain colors are like the same color to him. So right. like certain shades of green, like his color shirt, he wouldn't be able to be tell gray. that that's a darker or whatever. Yeah. It's just green. Right. Um, and all these different things. Right. Oh, okay. Something I feel like the Lord at times, I feel like most of the time we are walking through life colorblind to the spirit of God. And so we're actually walking through life in a way that that's just gray or that's just that's just the color shade that that's blue. Like that's always been blue. And then the Lord and we blame us, the color. You, we, blame, we, blame, right, we blame the we color. Blame, we blame the color. And yeah. so, like the, I don't know if you ever watched New Girl. That's really funny. If you've ever watched New Girl, like yeah. there's a scene where Winston realizes he's been colorblind his whole life. Yeah, and, I saw it. And, yeah. and it's Schmidt, funny. You like that, says, bro? Yeah, Schmidt, we love Schmidt, it. He's, he's wearing like green shoes. He's like, "What color are your shoes?" And he's like, "They're brown." He's like, "If those are brown, what color are you, Winston?" And he goes, <laughs> "Right." And and so like that, like that thought process. And what then he puts on the 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 color shades, and he's like, "Oh." Well, and he realizes right. that there's actually so much more color, so right. much more light good, than what yeah. he's been. He's literally been living in it. Well, right. that's like and you're putting your faith, what you're describing is you're putting your faith in your own eyes. Yes. Right? Like you're yes. putting your faith in your own ability to And I can perceive. show you with what I do that your mm -hmm. eyes are not going to work for you. Bro. And it's so easy for oh, me to do. Us. do it us. takes you, you know. Do you got one more? Oh, you want to do one more? Let's do it. Let's do one more. I'll, more, show, I, I'll, I'll show you like this here. Did I ever do the thing with the marker where I drew? I don't know. Did you, Let's did find you, out. I mean, I mean that's probably. You, I, you did it to the uh, the waiter, 
But oh, yeah, 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 I yeah. don't know if you ever so put your hands out like this. Okay, flat. yeah, right. bring them uh, up just a little bit. Uh, do you use uh, your? You said you you said you weren't right. Uh, you were right-handed. I am right-handed. Yeah. yeah. So you used your left hand earlier. Though make a fist with your left hand and get rid of your right hand. I'm gonna okay. draw something right here on my hand. I'll draw a little uh, a little X right here. Can we see that? See it? Everyone see the X? Yeah. Yep. Cool Watch beans. the X. I'll do this really slow. Watch the X. If I take it like this and I pull, you see it go? Watch, watch, watch. Did you feel anything? Mm -mm. Did I touch you? No. No, open your hand. You're like emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta show your hand. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing, man, is that people, uh, you know, people have this. Y'all uh, still don't know. <laughs> we believe, you know, we really do believe in in what uh, uh, what we choose to. What yeah. we ch you know what I mean? We're not we're not living our. Mm. Uh, I I love that the there's no greater lie than the lie you tell yourself because we we really convince ourselves of whatever we want to believe and people are pulling it out of the air and all that goes with kind of what I was saying in my mm -hmm. philosophy about this and I think having a foundation is just the yeah. most important thing. Because um, the storms are going to come. Yeah. There's going to be life where death comes, where we lose loved ones, where we, we encounter someone that we ne that was just a jack wagon. Yeah. That he's just a jerk. Man, why are you so mean, right? Like, there's going to be storms of this life. And in reality, if we just, bro, foundation's everything. Yeah. And foundation is everything. Foundation is everything. And, dude, the only one that will stand true and has stand true is the timeless king of kings, Yeshua, Jesus, him, the Lamb of God. Like, he that is, is, that is, is the is way, the, most, the truth, and the life. The most yeah. daring, yeah. in my opinion, the bossiest person. Like, mm -hmm. if this is not a God, this is the bossiest person in history <laughs> to claim that he is God, one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to claim that there's no other way to God. But except through him, and then That's, to somehow be murdered. No, and I, I'm gonna. And so then, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna read. <laughs> Go this, back. this is this is Psalm 22, bro. And I don't know. Have you ever read Psalm 22? So I'm gonna read. This is hundreds of years. I just love that he still has the X on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep this, bro. I'm gonna Put it under your pillow. <laughs> Tomorrow I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> um. Tara's gonna be like, did you hang up hang out with Joel again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny. <laughs> Listen to this, bro. This is Psalm 22. This is hundreds of years before Jesus came around. Okay? Yeah, yeah. My God, my God. This is written by David. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Right. Why are you so far away when I groan for help? Every day I call to you, my God, but you but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. Yet you are holy and thrown on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted in you, and you rescued them. They cried out to you and were saved. They trusted in you and were never disgraced. But I am a worm and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads, saying, Is this the one who relies on the Lord? Then let the Lord save him. If the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. Right? Mm -hmm. Yet it hasn't clicked yet. Yet you brought me safely from my mother's womb and led me to trust you on my, my mother's breast. I was thrust into your arms by my, at my birth. You have been my God from the moment I was born. Do not, say, do not stay so far from me, for trouble is near, and no one else can help me. My enemies surround me like a herd of bulls. Fierce bulls of Bashan have hemmed me in. Like lions, they open their jaws against me, roaring and tearing into their prey. My life is poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax melting within me. My strength has dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have laid me in the dust and left me for dead. 
My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closes on me. They have pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. <laughs> this is Psalm 22, bro. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And you know how this starts? My God, my God. Yeah. Well, why, why have, have you, you abandoned, abandoned me? me yeah. Yeah. So when Jesus is on the cross, so this is what you can believe. Yeah. You can, you can, you can, you stand here today and you can believe that Jesus. First of all, it's just crazy to me. You know, a lot of people are like, oh man, God, Jesus really felt abandoned by God. He probably felt that way on the cross. It's a great mystery that God's son would be on the earth. Mm. But it's hard to look at something like that hundreds of years before. And for Jesus to be on that cross and out of, he said mm. very few things mm-hmm. on that cross. He said, I'm thirsty. It's right. on there. Mm-hmm. Right. He said, surely you'd be with me in paradise. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He spoke to the thief. Um, people mocked him and said, aren't you the king of, uh, uh, of mm-hmm. Israel? Why don't you get yourself down from that cross? Mm-hmm. Right. His hands and feet were pierced. This was written by David, bro. David's feet and hands were never pierced. Mm-hmm. Right. That was never a part of his story. And that right. wasn't, that wasn't a room. Like that wasn't even a thing. Like, like that will torture aspect. Right. right? And then yeah. his garments, you know, being, being, mm-hmm. you know, um, raffled with, right. with, with, with lots and the way Jesus chooses the words he chooses to say on the cross, bro. Right. Talk about a magic trick. Yeah. <laughs> he go. He he keep. By the way, I'm sure that when people heard this, people heard Jesus on the cross say, "My God, My God, why have you abandoned me?" They right. didn't think twice about it. They're like, maybe the teachers of the law probably. They were did. Like, they talk about. Wait it. a yeah. wait a minute. Why is he saying that? Yeah. Bro, I promise you. Said the you, exact same thing from hundreds. Of, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And he then quotes, I promise you that prophetic. these guys were like, he dies. Mm-hmm. This is the way I picture the story. It's a real story. He dies. Then he goes, or they they probably go like and and start talking about what happened. Damn man, that that guy Jesus died. They picked up their their Torah at the time, you know, right. not Bible, right? And then read Psalm twenty two and go, wait a freaking minute, dude. That I've never heard it like mm-hmm. that point of that's really true, yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, prophetic things like that of knowing ahead of time things that we're gonna for you know that we're gonna come and all of yeah. this. And it's and it blows it, that stuff has always blown my mind that people deny. The kind of that's the kind mm-hmm. of validity that we're talking about, bro. And it's there's like, all of this you, stuff, and bro, that's this, all you yeah. can do. Yeah, there's is, you know, there's a whole there's a whole story to it. I actually think it might be in the book, "Not Enough Faith to Be an Atheist," right? That talks about like the the aspect alone for Jesus to fulfill one prophecy would right. be like you finding a quarter in a stack of a thousand quarters. Well, right. Jesus, I believe, fulfilled like three hundred and something prophecies. That would be like you filling the entire state of Texas with quarters one foot deep. And no, it's and, only thir- and, it's only twelve. Pro- I think it's only six prophecies for him to fulfill yeah. six prophecies yeah. would be like you filling the entire state of texas that reminds me though of like doubting thomas that i needed mm-hmm. to see that amount of validity before mm-hmm. i so it makes me feel like you know i could you know it's uh it, it's the fact that you know blessed are those who have not seen and yet still believe like mm-hmm. i i wish come on bro. is that what you were gonna say yeah because yeah, yeah. i on, wish bro. that i i it would i that's the thing, though. If you're seeking for these things, they're not just there. They're really there. And right. so I I wish that I didn't have to. I wish I would have been able to just say, you know, because the the actual evidences of seeing God's work in your life and around you and seeing God shine through people, 
that you're like, those are Christian people and you just see, what is it that they have? Well, I'm mm-hmm. a Christian, you know, and, and, and all of these things, or just the evidences of creation around mm-hmm. us and how you look at things like how windshield wiper is designed, but it has flaws. A banana was clearly designed yeah. and, and it, you know, it, it has Thanks no flaws. Bananas. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's, there's so many aspects of things yeah. like that, like the human yeah. eye versus a windshield Bro. wiper is actually we a better thing. Upside down. Yeah. We have this ability to where our brain it. flips it and we, it lubricates itself, the eyes and all of this. And it's still not as to say there was no designer, the windshield wiper in the windshield right. would be ludicrous, but Can to you say there's there, no designer of an eyeball. There's no designer for a butterfly. Right. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like these things that Bro. are so, yeah. Like talk, like talk to me about evolution with a butterfly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And so it takes all of these things where you see the validity mm-hmm. of God in all of those things. And yet I personally, and I think a lot of people, because as as we're living in an age of information and wanting to feel like we know everything, we need things like these prophecies and these things that it, to us. And it's a sh- I wish I didn't need it to well, be able so to. So what I believe, I think we I, all but need it's it. there. So I, and I, I think that's a fallacy this. of like people who think Christians. Now people, I can't believe I needed be, it. People, now I'm like I didn't need it. Well, this no, is why I actually, but you do. But I, but you do because I think God. I mean, I think God knows. Like the fact that Jesus said those words. Yeah, and then we go back and read it. I think yeah. God knew. Yeah, you know, and and, and my I think, wife is blowing up my phone. Oh, I must be. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's pause it. My bad, guys. This was great. Oh my gosh, dude, this was man. so nice. Yeah. This, I mean, yeah. dude, this Let's could be another. going and going and Let's going. going. And going. We mean, should do another one, yeah. like for real. We'd love oh, to. Really absolutely fun. love to. So fun But man, I feel like I feel like you talking about like foundation stuff. Like, dude, I I felt very similar to you to where I'm like, God, why do I feel like I need all of these things for me to like believe in you, right? For me right. to see the truth of who you are. And I believe this. When I was 16, when I lost my best friend, right? That moment was the moment that I believe my faith went from my parents' faith to my own faith. Because it was the moment where I was like, God, if you really are a God, that's a protector. If you really are a God, that's a healer. If you really are these things. And I started to name these things that my parents have told me left and right. But in that time Mm -hmm. was when I made a decision. Am I going to believe about this God that my parents have talked to that I was raised in the church about all of these things? Or am I going to go right and I'm going to walk away from all these supposed truths that I've been told and spoken and I've seen, I've seen miracles, I've seen healings, but I've also seen death. And so there was these moments that I was like, I was, I think I was 15. My friend was 17, actually not 16. I said 16 earlier. He was 17 and I believe I was 15 turning 16 there soon. Um, And when it happened, it made the decision of like, I believe those revelations that are compiling for us are actually the moments that we continue the foundations of truth that we stand on when the storms come. Because when That's those so things come good, in, yeah. because in reality... Because you have to have uh, it, defenses to it. You, you have, have to, to be able the, to... I have to have walls. I right. have to have windows. That's I have really to have a good. roof. Because and, there are things where there are real intellectual people who can come with really good strong points yeah. that mm-hmm. you have to be able to combat mm-hmm. to where you can protect yourself yeah. and you can make them think even deeper than the direction they were probably yeah. going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it blows my mind too that you come from a place where you don't come from that background because mm-hmm. Joey and I do. Mm-hmm. That can be a good thing and a bad thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely it's wild. Well, yeah, I, it's I identified as agnostic at some point. <laughs> yeah. I, was, yeah. I was agnostic. I never used that school. word, but I definitely was agnostic yeah, as like well. I, like yeah. I was like, yeah, and I made fun of like the God thing, and like I made fun of marriage. I made fun of all those things. Right. And then life has had a a very uh, gentle way. Yeah. Thank God, a gentle way in my life to prove me wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but I wanted to read this, bro, uh, and just I feel like this is what we've been saying this whole time. Yeah. This is uh, this read is Matthew we'll five, ch- uh, verse three. 
It said, God blesses those who are poor and realize mm -hmm. their need for him. Another translation is poor in spirit, which really means that you realize you need something, mm -hmm. right? It says, God blesses those big... who are poor in spirit and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses, that's what I saw in you, by the way. Right. Mm -hmm. But you, were, you, have, wow. you have poverty of spirit. Yeah. A good, like people think I that's love a bad that, thing. You know true. what I mean? Uh, God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. By the way, I love that one because the way we hunger and thirst for justice is we want we want justice for some like for what somebody else does. <laughs> God judge them, right? You know? mm -hmm. and it's like, but this is saying those who hunger and thirst for justice they will be satisfied. This means something different. Right. You know? God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. that's the one that I that I love because it's like maybe if you don't see God, and people don't really want to put the responsibility on themselves. No, <laughs> right? That's so true. Maybe if you don't see God, it's maybe because your heart's not pure. So go like mm -hmm. you know, and nobody's gonna tell you yeah. that, but yeah. I will tell you because yeah. I don't care if you hate me. Like well, maybe go, go and figure out if your heart's not pure. Well, go, you know goes, what I mean? Like it goes back because to, at the end oh, of the day, oh, it's it's mm -hmm. you know, it, you can't. You can't judge. You can't judge the earth. You can't judge God, and never put yourself on the same seat of judgment. Right. And 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 have the same scrutiny over yourself. Right. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. And, and and that's and like I think that's a problem that like uh, some people think that um, that Christians don't have that scrutiny. No. Just I think don't. I, my my thing is like just don't stop. Yes. Seeking. Don't yeah. stop asking questions at the very minimum. Yes. At the very minimum. You know, don't let the distractions that are so prolific, prolific, yeah. yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Don't let yeah. The, yeah. The, the, so many distractions around us distract you from what is what is what is possibly maybe mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And if it's maybe there, leave that maybe open a bit because the hard truth mm -hmm. is that you're 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 not just gonna die. It could be tomorrow. It had my it sister was seven. Minutes. Your yeah. friend was sixteen. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, it could be right. It could be a light falling. I mean, yeah. you know, and then it's like you didn't lose <laughs> <laughs> prophetic now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it makes me think of the people in West Palm Beach yeah. who were sleeping in their apartment and the right. building just yeah. collapsed in the middle of the night. Yeah. It could be it could be a, uh, a sinkhole. The, a sinkhole under us, us. You know what yeah. I mean? I, you said something really powerful, bro. And uh, this is the last thing I'll say. Um, mm -hmm. When you uh, are agnostic or atheist, you are writing off the possibility of maybe. And that's a really daring thing to say. At best. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, because I, because what I'm claiming is there absolutely is not, is, isn't nothing. Right. Like <laughs> there's right. too much evidence right. to support yeah. that there isn't nothing. And then mm. for an agnostic, I'm going to be even more daring and say, well, you acknowledge that there's something, but you don't know. And I'm willing to put my bet on this guy. Mm -hmm. This, this right. is my runner. This is my, if, if we had horses running in a put race, chips I'm going to put horse. my chips on this guy yeah. because of all, and I could list the reasons, right? Mm -hmm. But if you don't, you're really saying there's no possibility of maybe. That's insane. And I'm going to live in my distraction. Yeah. I'm going to live in my things around me that mm -hmm. give me temporary. And, and the temporary pieces 
is so minuscule. Like, mm-hmm. I, dude, you would think somebody like me who's doing television stuff, if that's what you want to do, that you'd be like living on the high life and mm-hmm. that none of it. Ugh. You, I, co- you I be, couldn't wait, bro. I couldn't wait for you to be on this podcast yeah. and yeah. tell people that. Yeah. yeah. The fact that literally none of that is the answer. And I know, mm-hmm. I know the most, mm-hmm. some of my close friends are some of the guys who've tapped into being viewed by. Billions with a B, views, mm-hmm. billions of views on Facebook. These guys, some mm-hmm. of these friends of mine, they have billions of views. Mm-hmm. They have 20, 30, 40 million followers on social media. So I know all these people mm-hmm. and I know that they're living, you're either living in the distraction, mm-hmm. uh, which that's mostly what it is. You're living mm-hmm. in the distraction and just not thinking about the mm-hmm. realities of the world yeah. because you're living in this temporary distraction. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to get fooled by it. But that's that's uh, you know that's what it, that's what it is, and I really I really I don't just owe it to myself, but once you have kids and you have family and everything, you owe it to everybody around you mm-hmm. and the ripple effect of the influence uh, on the people around you that you're influencing. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know w- w- you could be negatively impacting people around you down the wrong path mm-hmm. and all sorts of. I mean, my man. gosh, we have such a responsibility, Come on. and Come it's on, like man. you know all of Come us on, as man. people, especially as guys. Whenever you're a charismatic guy that mm-hmm. has anything that people go. Oh, what is that guy got mm-hmm. going on? You know what I mean? You owe it, man. You your words are responsibility. Power. Bro, That's a and, powerful bro, that, word, bro. That word is what's so funny. I wasn't even gonna say it, but you said responsibility. I feel like most humans, we struggle. This is my last thing. We struggle with yeah. taking responsibility. You gotta get my boy and to this is, And this is and this is why <laughs> I believe why I believe why is because it started in the garden, in the moment with Eve, with the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. In that moment. The Lord addressed Adam. Right. And he said, what's going on? Like, what's happened? He right. said, it was the woman that you gave me. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, he blamed Instead her. of taking responsibility, right. he pushed blame to someone. Mm-hmm. And then Eve, what happened? He says, it was the serpent. Right. Instead of taking responsibility, yeah. we humanity, we shift blame. We shift blame. We shift blame. Well, oh, God, yeah. it's so dark. Oh, it's so much in this world. It's all this. We need to take, bro, I think I have the title for this this podcast, The Deception of a Distraction. Deception oh, that's good. Of yeah. Distraction. Deception. Mm-hmm. Because, bro, like, so the 14 Ds. Alliteration. Hey. And, dude, like, dude, we've hit so much that, man, distractions in this life, even in the famous world, even in the Hollywood, even growing up in the whole, bro, your story's crazy, man. And I really am excited to have you on more. Bro, I'm so excited. Thanks, me too, guys. This was awesome. Because I know your wife is going to get to an appointment. Yeah, I appreciate it. This has been such a pleasure, bro. Such a pleasure, man. Thanks, guys. The conversation and the richness of the stuff that you've said and blowing our mind with just so freaking grateful. magic yeah, tricks I'm Thanks, take yeah. this, uh, this X I'm gonna take a picture of it <laughs> he might cut yeah. his hand off and sell it he might you know? um, but, but man, uh, we I love you bro thanks love guys you, love you guys too thanks you, thank this you for the awesome. coffee yeah 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 yeah, yes, sir. yeah man thanks well, for hey, having me guys prolific podcast we love you guys we hope you guys have a blessed day remember go be fruitful Joel we love you man love you bro be blessed brother alright